everybody, and welcome back to the Reactionaries Podcast. My name is Jeff Crisco, here with my co-host, Joe Gruen. Joe, we took a week off. Nothing bad happened to your roof, right? No, everything's <laughs> fine. You de- your, your home is definitely complete right now. <laughs> yeah, just imagine that, um, what's that meme with that dog and his skin's melting off? But instead of this fire, it's water, <laughs> and I don't drink coffee. And also, uh, somebody just put a nail through uh, one of your pipes, and that's that's what happened. You know, that's what you pay for. <laughs> yeah. Well, Joe, what really happened was it took us two weeks to really absorb Ape versus Monster. Like, we really had to. I watched it 17 times just to make mm-hmm. sure I didn't miss anything because it, it's, it's Kubrickian. It's very dense. It's very, like, it's a thinking man's movie. A lot of messages in there. A lot of things of that will... Some of an untranslated Russian, some of the message. Got to do a lot of, just like a Kubrick film, you got to do a lot of research. You got to go to Google Translate. Uh, Joe, quick question for you. Have you seen Godzilla vs. Kong? Yeah, (laughs) I think so. Have you ever had somebody see Godzilla vs. Kong, have a dream about it, and then recount that dream to you? Mm-hmm. Because that is Ape versus Monster. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, 20, yeah. yeah, so 2021, Joe, Ape versus Monster. Complete ripoff of Godzilla versus Kong. Correct. Uh, it's our first Asylum movie, which I'm actually shocked that it's our first Asylum movie because they do all kinds of terrible flicks. You figure we would have stumbled across one by accident now. Yeah, but there's now no more genie Asylum movies, so it's like that really... That really hems us in that Ron Martini never did one. That's right. Yeah. So, so Joe, I want to start off from the top. I told you that the reason why this isn't a scorpion is one of the funniest things I've ever read. Yeah. So to recap, uh, the synopsis for this on IMDb, I believe, is that it is a ape and a scorpion that get into some alien goo and transform. Yes. Yeah, it says an ape crash lands on Earth, which creates a sludge that makes him and a passing scorpion grow to giant size, resulting in a fight for dominance. Wait, did that just say it created the sludge? Yes, that's I'm just going (laughs) to. I'm just going to move right past that. All right. So explain why a scorpion who gets into this alien sludge turns into a giant Godzilla monster. Um, So the monster the so there's going to be ape and there's going to be monster in this so monster is the default dino beast on a website called turbo squid which does 3d models okay it was 54 dollars the cheapest scorpion was 299 (laughs) ah so it's not confirmed but given what we know about the rest of this movie that i mean I wouldn't be so shocked if this thing was filmed in two days. So they, <laughs> wait a minute, full stop. So they backed out on a $299 Scorpion. For a $54. <laughs> that was not in the budget, that extra I would, $200. I would also have to imagine that animating the ape or the monster was way easier than the Scorpion. Oh, for sure. Yeah, so... Yeah, so they just were like, all right, well, this one's on, like, it, it was on sale. It's on sale right now for $54. Well, all of the things that they would need to do, I'm trying to imagine this movie with a giant scorpion now, and it's almost impossible, because, like, all of the things that 
the lizard does, you need to have hands for. Yeah. And you need well, to have like extending protruding jaws and a head that can be punched. That's true. Yeah, like how would how would the ape fight the monster? Like the, he, the he would scorpion. just like kick, he would just kick the scorpion. Like that's all he could do. Yeah, or like you, grab you just, it by the claws. Yeah. But then what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, you're then if you grab it by the claws, that's that's prime territory to get scorpioned. You're just going to get stabbed by the tail. Yeah, so exactly. m- maybe they uh, they also were like, wait, this doesn't work if it's a scorpion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also, we don't have the $200. So. <laughs> yeah. They're like, also, Eric Roberts really did a number on the catering uh, table. So we're going to we're going to have to find some money somewhere. Well, speaking of money, uh, this movie was released this year, 2020, same year as its uh, inspiration. Godzilla Joe, what year? 2021? 2021. Did I say 2020? Yes. Okay. This all feels like an extension of 2020 <laughs> to me. 2020 um, never ended, Joe. The absurdity of 2020 never ended for us because we no. decided to do this podcast every week. No, the whole world is like, you know, COVID rates are dropping, like the January 6th protest stuff, you know, that's all people are. We're just keep, we're just going with the stu- stupidity we decided to get into in 2020. We're quadruple masking in our home in front of our TV. <laughs> and notes. Uh, directed by Daniel Lusco is the man's name who we can thank for this. Uh, budget low. Uh, <laughs> box office. Right. <laughs> sure. Yeah, box office. It's, it was probably on sci-fi. Yeah. Box no, it's office, on YouTube. It, yeah, I was gonna say it showed up on YouTube basically the day it was released and nobody cared enough to take it down. So yeah. there's three copies of the full movie on YouTube. <laughs> One that you can buy or rent, and three more you could just watch. <laughs> yeah, which the one we watched was called Giant Ape versus Giant Monster, which is the level of spec ops, like special forces like strategery. That went into hiding this. They just put yeah. giant. And they were like, well, we can't find it. It's gone forever. That's probably a different movie. <laughs> yeah, they were like, eh, whatever. Ape versus Monster. Holy shit. How yes. does this start? It uh, starts public with... domain space videos. <laughs> <laughs> it starts with a found footage reel. Jeff, does that sound familiar to you? Yeah, I, I, was, I was watching this and I was like, they had to have make, made this bef- like did they wait for Godzilla to Kong come out to like do the credits to like It feels like they copied certain things, right? Yeah. This is one of them. Um wild. It's a found found footage reel of NASA experiments. Uh yeah. and and immediately you're like what does this have to do with anything? How yeah. are they going to connect these two things? Um it's cool though because they have like the water uh stuff uh like the like the water gravity stuff don't they have that? Like, I don't know. They show all these tests. I didn't write I, it down. I, I, <laughs> Joe, I didn't care. I was just like, oh, public domain space videos. Nice, cheap way to get a free five minutes worth of footage into your movie. Right, right, right. Okay. So we open on Dr. Linda Murphy. Uh, she's located in Langley, uh, which is where the FBI uh, station's out of. Uh, and she's calling in a close encounter with a UAP. Jeff, yes. what's a UAP? Uh, unidentified aerial phenomenon, Joe. Used oh, wow. to be called a UFO until PC culture got a hold of it. There you go. <laughs> That's what happened. I actually thought it was an unidentified ape pod. 
Joe, that's it. <laughs> Podcast over. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. We're canceling the rest of the episodes forever. I killed it. Um, okay. Homeland Security chimes in. He's, uh, there's a Homeland Security guy. He's on Zoom on a big screen <laughs> yeah. next to her. <laughs> they, have, they just have a projector. Instead of having a large television, it's like they just like rented a projector for a day. And they're just mirroring the screen yes. that's on the computer. So there's like a laptop. And you can see the guy on the laptop screen, and then he's just, like, on the wall. Because that was probably the cheapest way to do this. Yeah. Which, like, why? Could just get him in the room. Like, just yeah. why are you going through this? Yeah, he app? doesn't need to be on Skype. Well, I guess they had to get the Russian guy on Skype, so they were like, well, we're already doing Skype, so sure, sure. might as well. Okay. I guess that makes sense. That's this the least movie- stupid yeah. thing that's about to happen here. This whole movie was filmed in, like, two days. I would not be shocked. So Homeland Security guy chimes in. And uh, he tells her they're always monkeying around with something. I hate over, it, Joe. Over there. <laughs> yeah, like he was like, hey, 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 guys, this is, you know how this is a monkey movie? You guys are always monkeying around. <clears throat> Wait, is this, is this uh, Dr. General Secretary uh, Big Beard? Is that who yells at them? Yes. Yes. Yeah, this guy is wild because he has so many different titles throughout this movie. He looks like an amateur wrestler that they threw a fake beard on. Because he talks kind of like Stone Cold Steve Austin. (laughs) He does kind of talk like Stone Cold. (laughs) He's like, you guys are always monkeying around over there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is, just keep in mind, this is Dr. Reynolds. Doctor, he's a doctor, yes. And a general. Yes, Dr. General, uh, played by Greg Markintel, who, Joe, he has two credits on IMDb. What's the other one? Life After Prison, a documentary as oh. self. Holy fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> Why did we not research this guy? That's amazing. So he's oh. been in two movies, this and then one where he just, I, I, I'm going to take a shot in the dark and say he just got out of prison. And his work was so good that the producers of Ape vs. Monsters said, we've got to get this guy. This guy's going to be our doctor slash general. Oh, wait, hold on, Joe. Hold on. He was not... He was not a uh, a prisoner. Oh, he's a guard. Embattled Correction Department Secretary announces retirement. Greg Markintel, the, the department and unionized guards overwhelmingly voted no confidence in him. So he basically got kicked out of his job because... Uh, Two prisoners escaped from a van but weren't missed for 200 miles. Lost probation records for one of the defendants. And, oh, um, I thought it was going to be something cool. Like, it's just incompetence. Yeah, this guy just is no good at what he does. I thought it was going to be like he fucking assaulted prisoners and stuff. <laughs> no. But this is wild that he was like, he was in the Department of Corrections, got kicked out for being no good at his job, and was like, well, I guess I'll be an actor. Yeah. <laughs> Um, pick the wrong movie to start on. Um, so apparently the UAP has no organic shape to it, whatever that's supposed to mean. It has no organic shape. It's not shaped like a, he was like, (laughs) they were like, something's falling out of space. They're like, it's not a person, is it? (laughs) Astronaut fall out of the space station. Like, what would you, what? What I don't know what a non-organic shape is. I don't understand what that means. Well, What's it's the, like 
I mean, if it's shaped like a person, I guess. But would a rock, would a meteor be an organic shape? No. I, maybe. Why didn't they just say, it appears man-made? Yes. That's the <laughs> normal way. But you'll notice, as I like say some of these other lines in this movie, there's a lot of moments where they could have just said something that normal people say. And yeah. instead they say something... Like, they went on Google and said science words and then just, like, fucking <laughs> crammed as many as they could together to make dialogue. Like, they were like, oh, this person's going to be smart. So they went in Word and, like, right-clicked and they were like, thesaurus, replace Word, thesaurus, replace Word, thesaurus, replace Word. Exactly what they did. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, real quick, Joe, the box um, that's supposed to be, like, science documents that's sitting on the table. Um, I paused to go, to go like, let the dog out or something. It just yeah. – it says office receipts. So they literally just found a box. They're doing their just, accounting. Yeah. It's tax season, Joe. It's so tax they, <laughs> they got to figure out a way to account for all this crazy fucking, all these programs they're just doing yeah. fucking thin air. They got to, they got to, they got to fudge the numbers. They're like, these are the real books. And then we got to cook the books. <laughs> it's, they're good. They got to cook the books operation. Um, thankfully, you can't know we spent $12 billion sending a monkey into space and then losing the monkey. Right. Uh, thankfully, the International Space Station has a visual. So there's an inter- there's an International Space Station newsflash. <laughs> there is one. That's real. No, that's not real. The ISS there's is real. people up on the International Space Station? Yes. Oh, I didn't know this. That seemed like something straight out Joe, of the bat. Joe, let's cut this out. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> no, leave it in. Um, the UAP lands in Chavez County, New Mexico. Okay? Which they spelled wrong. Chavez oh. County is spelled with an S. Ooh. Because I like, looked it up. So it's not Chavez like the name? It's Well, Chavez like the name could be spelled with S or Z. It's oh. just normally spelled with a Z. But this one is spelled with an S. Because I looked it up because I was like, this is where Roswell is, isn't it? And I was like, yes, it's, it's, it's Roswell. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, no, so that's... Wait a minute. Hold on. Did I say this? Uh, oh, yeah. Eric Roberts says Chavez County. That's somewhere near Roswell, right? Yeah. That's why I was like, come on. Um, real quick, Joe. What's funny is uh, the corrections officer, Dr. Mm-hmm. Dr. General Reynolds, calls him. And they're like, something's falling out of the sky. And they're like, uh, we got to call you back. And they just, like, hang up on him. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, we're not flag. dealing with this anymore. And, Joe, I did math. And Joe, shockingly, the yeah. math checks out. Yeah. The math checks out. I was like, this is going to be stupid. It's not going to make any sense. But it would have taken them about a minute to get from the space station to New Mexico. Took about a minute. Joe, math checks out. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, how long would it take somebody to get from fucking Langley all the way to New Mexico? <laughs> uh, question. Are they in this movie? Because it's some sort of teleportation device. In real life, it's probably like five hours. But in this movie, they just like they just fly to New Mexico and Langley just back and forth like it's nothing. The receipts are there. They're all in the receipts box. They're in the office receipts. They're going to Joe. They're the office receipts are there because they're going to get reimbursed. So yes. they're just like, what? <laughs> throw it on the pile. It's like the dumb and dumber scene where they open up the briefcase. It's a bunch <laughs> of IOUs. Yeah. Um. So we hear a monkey. We flash to New Mexico. We hear a monkey just going bananas in the pot. He's hitting on the thing. It's a chimp, Joe. 
Okay, the chimp is banging on the inside of the thing. He's making dents. I mean, he's it's you he's, know he's doing work, like doing work. Green slime on the windows. Monkey punches through the window, and yeah. then we hear kind of like a monstrous growl, kind of like you know, like these movies they are all shitty, and they all do like the same kind of like you can tell when there's a growl that's like a mutant mutinized. <laughs> Yeah, it's like they take a normal growl and they like pitch it down and then they like throw a bunch they of They auto tune it. Yeah, and then they auto tune it. Okay, so we go back to the Pentagon and Dr. Linda tells Eric Roberts that the UAP is called the Elb. <laughs> Sorry, I just Dr. Dr. Linda just got me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Cuz it's like, Dr. Uh, Murphy, but Murphy. they yeah. Yeah, but they don't give her enough respect in this movie for being, like, the doctor head of this program. And like, shut up, you're a dumb kid. It actually worked, yeah, because, yeah. like, later in the movie, they're like, this is why girls don't belong in science. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> they get their they get their menstruation everywhere. It attracts giant uh, eight monsters. monsters. <laughs> and then they fall for the eight monsters. It's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> it's um, unnatural. It's goddamn unnatural. It's not why we fought two wars. Uh <laughs> Eric Roberts, uh, yeah, okay, so apparently, Eric Roberts fills us in that apparently the U.S. and the Soviets met after the war to plan a deep space probe set to launch in 1985. Yes. And also, yeah. So, so it's weird, because it's like, this guy, like, unlike most of the movies we watch, this guy knows some things. But then he just like completely whiffed on it. So like the Elbe River thing, that was a big deal. That was when the Ameri- the the Western Army and the Soviet Army met in World War II. Like that right. was like that that was like a symbolic thing. But then they were like, yeah, it launched in 1985. Which Joe, why don't we continue? And then I, I will have a rage stroke at the historical inaccuracies in this movie. Okay, because Dr. Linda follows up and says Bush Jr. and Putin felt nostalgic. Is that where your brain burst? <laughs> yes. This was launched in June 1985. Do you know who wasn't president then? Bush Jr. <laughs> and or Vladimir Bush Putin. Senior. Bush Sr. <laughs> hadn't even been president. Hadn't even been president yet. It was Reagan. And and Vladimir Putin, by the way. <laughs> yeah. It was um I wrote it down. It was uh oh, depending on when, but it's like Gorbachev. Like the exactly. Mr. Gorbachev tear down this wall was two years after this thing supposedly happened. Okay, Jeff, are you ready to have your brain aneurysm again? No. Putin doesn't become president until 2012. Jeff, who's president of the United States in 2012? Barack Hussein Obama. Not Bush Jr. <laughs> so even if they're trying, they're trying to merge three points in time, separated by an 80-year span. But the third time period they're trying to merge in isn't even coherent. That splits off in two different directions. <laughs> so, Joe, I could not, like, I couldn't put all this together. There's, there's, okay, so Putin has been, like, around since, like, 2000. He was sure. the, I think he was the premier before he was president. I forget how their their structure works. He was works. head of the KGB or something. Yeah, it was a lot like how Hitler was the chancellor. But he wasn't the head of the government. And then they were like, oh, you can do that, too. Right. Um, but I have a theory, by the way, that there's time travel in this movie, which we'll get to. So maybe that's why these timelines are all messed up. Maybe be. there's been a lot of messing with the space-time continuum that maybe this takes place in a, in a, in a location where 
Bush Jr. and Putin were president in 1985? Possibly. Yeah, like a merging of two different dimensions. Yeah. Maybe this isn't even the Pentagon. Maybe this is some center point in three intersecting wormholes. Yeah, ley lines, Joe. <laughs> the Q shaman, when they stormed the Capitol, said that DC is on a ley line. That's right. <laughs> so maybe we just laughed. We yeah. laughed. But maybe he happened. was right. Maybe he sees all the realities. He's at once. <laughs> all all he sees them all at once. It makes it very hard to communicate. <laughs> so yeah. he wrote this movie. <laughs> yeah. This is this is the Q shaman trying to explain his point of view to the world. Condense it all into one. One movie. It's easy to consume package. Um, yeah. So Dr. Linda says Bush Jr. and Putin felt nostalgic. I also like the way they just say it. Like They yep. felt nostalgic? For what? <laughs> That's another thing. What the hell is she talking? What does that even mean? But it's great how casually they say this stuff as if you're supposed to go, yep, I'm right there with you. <laughs> if they were nostalgic, they wouldn't have tried to end the Cold War. They would have, like, built more nukes. They wouldn't have worked together unless they were yeah. feeling this. Were they feeling nostalgic for the end of World War II, which neither one of them were alive for? Right. What was the nostalgia for? There was never any, like partnership that occurred that's that's why that general speaks up is like wait what the hell are you guys talking about we don't partner with the russians <laughs> oh general dr reynolds yeah general dr reynolds exactly um jeff <laughs> are you ready to yet again have your brain explode this is gold <laughs> yeah this line is fucking gold okay oh, I eric, eric roberts says yeah, they do because he's trying to fill in the gaps here. Eric Roberts, they brought in the highest paid actor in this movie to do exposition. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He says, yeah, they determined a joint mission in deep space. Wait, wait. <laughs> I got to say this slower. He says it very casually. Into he says, yeah, they determined a joint mission into deep space. If successful, it would end the Cold War and significantly boost the economies of both countries. Uh. <laughs> Jeff, what's success? Con contact with Alien Life Force. Yes, but they lost contact with it in 2007, and so it was deemed a failure. 22 years later, after the end of the Cold War, Joe. Okay. How does getting in touch with Alien Life Forms improve either economy? <laughs> Are they going to pay them back? Like, what happens here? That's actually, this is all coming together. So they have a box of receipts there. Because they're trying to tally everything up to charge the aliens, because that was the plan the whole time. Or maybe they're trying to. The, the Soviets are like, guys, we fell decades ago. You gotta pay. We we told you, just let us know what we owe you, and we'll pay you back. Right. <laughs> but why 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 would the Soviets care about fixing the U.S. economy, and why would the U.S. care about improving the Soviet economy when they are two dialectically opposed? systems of economic structure that's the first indicator we get that this may not live in reality these writers because there's this whole rest of this movie is the soviets trying to pretend that they care about the united states it's the russians the soviets have not existed oh i'm sorry yes the russians yes uh yes the russians <laughs> trying to pretend like they give a shit whether like an ape or a giant lizard rips dc apart yeah, at one point they were like, <clears throat> they were talking to the Russian guy, and he's like, well, that sounds like a you problem. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like they're like, they're going to, 
Which also, there's an interstellar, cons- we'll, we'll get to this, an interstellar conspiracy to sow discord in the U.S. government. Yes. <laughs> it's the most important thing to extraterrestrial life forms, is to fuck with the United States of America. Specifically. And I I got lost. There was something that I needed to say, and I got lost. Uh, oh, the Cold War. Mm-hmm. They could have just, it could have just ended. Like, a joint space program itself would have ended the Cold War. Not a secret joint space program to find extraterrestrial life, and that's what ends the Cold War. It's like, no, a joint space program means sharing, like, cutting-edge science, cutting-edge rocketry, cutting-edge everything. It's a big investment. You have to have cooperation. No one can bail. Like, it's just got to be a big project. Sending this chimp into space was a marvel if we're taking as read that it was a secret thing between the soviet and u.s governments okay, Which, wait, Jeff. why is it secret joe okay wait, we're gonna Jeff, spend that's... two hours on just this okay line. But wait, wait i need to get something else out that's another important key thing that you just hit on that you just glossed over why is this a mega event to launch one chimp into space. <laughs> yeah, like the U.S. had launched chimps into space at this point. The yeah. Soviets had launched chimps into space at this point. Tons. Yeah, we, do you know how, we we went over it in the Planet of the Apes episode. We killed so many monkeys and chimps. We were just, we were just launching them into space and be like, eh, whatever. Forgot right. about that one. So why is this a big project? What is it about this one project that like the Soviets and America, sorry, the Russians, and no, I don't know what time we're in. I don't know what decade we're in. So yeah. <laughs> that they would come together and set aside the very real problem of keeping Germany intact <laughs> to to launch one ape into space and see which, what happens. Which they were good. So <clears throat> their plan, I just, just let's break this down to its base elements. Their plan was to send a chimpanzee. Okay. Yeah. Out of the solar system. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to find aliens. Mm-hmm. And somehow the chimpanzee was supposed to lead the aliens back to Earth. To fix their economies. To fix the economies. And Joe, the chimp, spoiler alert for the end of the movie, the chimp led the aliens back to Earth. Correct. This was a successful mission. Yes. The chimp did his part. Yes. Um... Okay, Eric Roberts then tells Dr. Linda to retrieve their property and report on the chimp's condition. And sends her to the teleporter to Chavez County. Yes, because she arrives immediately. (laughs) Oh, no, wait. Also, Homeland Security guy bites an unlit cigar. His name is Dr. Reynolds. Dr. General Reynolds! He fucking bites an unlit cigar. And to end the scene, I'm like, why? What is this? Why is he doing that? Because that's how you know he's cool. He's That's how you know he's a cool doctor general. Right. Um, New Mexico. We're immediately there. Dr. Linda is driving to the pod. And surprise, Dr. Reynolds is also there in so a be, different car. Be, okay. One, do they take separate planes to New Mexico? Clearly. <laughs> and he followed her. Yeah. Two, they had to have gotten into these Humvees at some point. And was he, like, hiding from her, like, sneaking around boxes? Yes. 
three. Before this point, he was just General Reynolds. Now he's Dr. Reynolds. Now he's Dr. General. Joe, what was his... What? Just try to imagine what his doctoral thesis was on. <laughs> uh... <laughs> like, imagine this guy in, like, a too tight suit, like, defending his doctoral thesis. Uh, it, it, it's about the... Um... Uh, the the match between the Punisher and <laughs> and the Hulk Hogan of 1983, like their their epic match. Okay, so his doctoral thesis is on a WWF match. Correct. <laughs> Joe, they're just handing out doctorates to anybody these days, aren't they? Anything unique, yeah, anything you want. Uh, so anyway, he's there, and then he also reminisces with her uh, about her time as a child. When she pressed a bunch of buttons on a control panel in uh, in the Pentagon? No, in Kennedy Space Center. Oh, in Kennedy Space Center, and damn near started World War III. Joe, we have submarines that can launch nukes. We have silos that can launch nukes. We yeah. have uh, planes that can, can launch nukes. Do you know who, what doesn't launch nukes? The Kennedy Space Center. <laughs> also, they I imagine. Yeah. spaceships. Yes, and I imagine all of those buttons are very well protected. <laughs> no, there's just a button that just says launch nuclear weapons. It's just it's just a big red button. Yeah, Haven't you we... seen any movies, Joe? You just slam the, your hand down on this button. That's right. Um, Dr. Linda says, I was curious. First of all, psychotic. Yeah, <laughs> that insane. is a psychotic line. Dr. Reynolds says, you were impulsive. She was a child. <laughs> He's like, you were just acting like a dumb kid. She's like, yes, that's what I just told you. I was a dumb kid. Thank you. Ridiculous. Uh, they arrive, and then Dr. Reynolds... Okay, so they arrive, but then Dr. Reynolds has another great line. He says, you'll be able to see everything on your laptop. Just don't uh, post it on stinking YouTube. Dr. Linda says... Can I live stream? <laughs> what planet are these people from? <laughs> Why are these doctors? <laughs> yes, these, this is the discussion between two doctors, two heads of their field. And she's like, oh, I'm oh, nuts. Can I do a TikTok dance? He like takes her phone. He's <laughs> like, that's it. I'm giving it back afterwards. Yeah, kids these days. Kids these days. Dr. Linda says, do we really need this much firepower? Dr. Reynolds says, when Rush is involved, better safe than sorry. You what mean that's supposed to mean? Yeah. <laughs> this is a joint task force from a probe that the countries launched together. And you're like, well, you know, you can't trust the Ruskies. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Dr. Linda views the video of the pod. Okay, so she's back in the van. And Dr. Reynolds, Dr. General Reynolds, sorry, is approaching with his troops. <laughs> his troops are so funny, dude. To this pod. Large, flat, open area. And they yeah. are doing tactical sweeps. Like something is going to sneak up on them. And one has a bazooka. <laughs> that is not even the most absurd weapon in this movie. But yes, one has a bazooka. They're crouched, like you said, trying to keep out of sight in the middle of the day in the desert. You know what it looks like? You know what it honestly looks like? Mm. It honestly looks like the rider was like, what? do army men look like and he just googled army men and he just did the stances from the little green guys because there's yeah. like a crouched gunner guy there's like a bazooka guy i'm surprised they didn't have somebody just like crawling along the ground right one planting a flag <laughs> <laughs> um 
Dr. Linda views this video from her van of the pod, and it's surrounded by all these pointless computer readings. There's yeah, like a, what are the readings? Well, there's a rotating target, okay, and a pointless graph, like a dot graph, and then an unfinished iWatch rings logo. You know, like when oh, yeah, you have like iWatch, partial... it's like partially done, all three of them. Insane. <laughs> They're just rotating. Um, the pod door has been blasted off. There's a teddy bear inside. Yes. Okay. Ripped to shreds. Um, uh, when can we ask the question? What did this chimp eat for 30 years? <laughs> it's his poop. <laughs> and where is all the chimp's poop? That's the second question. Jeff, it's one and the same answer. <laughs> <laughs> it's a perfect system. The chimp perfected. Yeah. I would say sending a chimp into space and the chimp coming back 30 years later, everybody involved gets a Nobel Prize. Every single person involved. The janitor gets a Nobel Prize. Every single person involved. You say Nobel Prize and sainthood at the same time because there's some some, something's going on. You sent a earth creature into space. (laughs) They lived 30 years in space and then came back. Yeah. Alive. Joe. Alive. Yeah. Dead, dead. <laughs> dead monkey is not a big deal. Pile <laughs> of monkey bones is whatever. Alternate take of this movie is that, like, the ship crash lands. They open it up. They're like, oh, what is all this green goop? They're like, well, it looks like the ape exploded on re entry. <laughs> Those are his entrails. Credits. Oops. <laughs> and someone's like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> then credits roll. <laughs> Um, so, so Dr. Linda has to tell these army guys not to touch the green goo, which is kind of funny because like, why would you ever have to tell anybody that one of them like goes to like, like lick at it. (laughs) Whenever I see weird interstellar goo, my first instinct is to put it in my mouth. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Although we grew up on gushers. So we were like trained to go after this stuff. Joe, it was a, it was psyops to make us want to eat the alien goo. Mm Mm-hmm. But, Joe, we also grew up with Gak, which you're not allowed to eat. So maybe but that is was, delicious. <laughs> but maybe that was, like, White Hats trying to, like, fight back against the Gushers to, like, be like, no, we can't eat that. We, we can't train them to eat the alien goo. These kids are going to eat the alien. What happens when they get in a real situation with alien goo? They put it They're right in their mouth. It. Yeah, it's going to go right in the mouth. Ridiculous. Uh, and we gave these men guns. <laughs> they grew up and we gave them guns. With doctorates and guns. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, the doctors tell them not to eat the goo. That's, That's why how you General become Reynolds a doctor. <laughs> General Dr. Reynolds is there because he's like, oh, I know all these millennials are going to try to eat the goo. They're Someone's all raised on gushers. <laughs> Someone's got to be there. Um, the growling is heard. Okay. It's like the mutant growling. Then giant ape appears and grabs Reynolds. And his troops are just seen running away. This is actually great because you get the first kind of look into how they do an action scene with one of these big monsters. It's just a giant hand that reaches down. It just comes down. Grabs yeah. the general off screen. Then you hear kind of like an, ah! and then you see it's like a far away shot of the troops running. <laughs> yeah. Just like, oh, okay. And Joe, here's the best part. Immediately, immediately before they show like before the ape gets them, they show like what was clearly filmed with a drone showing like 30 feet in every direction. 
There is nothing there. That is a trend in this movie where they're like, there is nothing here. Yeah, we want to ape, establish there is nothing. And then the ape just appears out of nowhere. Or the lizard sneaks up on like the person surrounded by nothing. Yes. Well, the, the ape, the, the lizard was funnier because it came out from behind a ridge. That was a little bit better. But, the, the, but it's that the guy ran toward and he ran straight ahead and he was, no, we'll get to that. Okay, because yeah, we'll, I have a we'll problem with there. that scene. And then, oh. hold on, real quick. They say, uh, this goo is toxic, possibly contagious. Not how either of those things work. Right. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I have no idea. Joe, is, the, question for you, is this chimp Simos? Uh, you know, it's an interesting theory. Coming back to Earth to start Marky Mark Planet of the Apes. It would make more sense that he's still alive. <laughs> that would make sense. We know yeah, what, <laughs> what? Joe. Joe. The wormhole in Planet of the Apes is on the edge of our solar system. Mm-hmm. So they launched the chimp out. They lost contact with it because it went through the wormhole. Then mm-hmm. he got, and then he got, he learned everything. Marky Mark had just left. And they were like, oh, my God, another ape. Is this another chimp? Is this true? Do they put it put him put us in cages? I don't know why he told us that, but he kept telling us about how he mistreats us. And he's like, all of it's true. All of it. So they they arm him with this goo to come back and wreak havoc on Earth. Okay, interesting. Wait, who armed him with the goo? Uh, um, Paul Giamatti, orangutan. Oh, Oh, okay. Interesting. So he first landed on the Planet of the Apes. Uh, yeah, he. so they lost contact with him because he went through the wormhole in Marky Mark, Planet of the Apes, and then they sent him back through mm-hmm. to wreak havoc on Earth. That'd be great if they just shot him. Like, the goo is just like a nuclear substance that's, like, ki- going to kill everybody on Earth. But they just launch him in it, too, like a suicide bomber. <laughs> like, <laughs> a kamikaze. They're like, you go in there, too. Someone's got to be there to, like, press the buttons and yeah, stuff. somebody's got to press the buttons. Uh, Dr. Linda shows up and runs to help Reynolds, trips over the body, falls and hits her head on a rock. Absolutely brains herself. And the ape looks at her like, this bitch. <laughs> he gives a look. He's like, huh? He's like, this is what I'm dealing with? The fuck? Um, the ape is <laughs> shot with a... Oh, hold on, hold on. She comes. She goes to shoot the ape. The gun jams for no reason. Uh-huh. And and she keeps running while looking at the gun, which is why she trips over Dr. Mr. Reynolds. Just yeah. stop running! Yeah. <laughs> I do like she hits the one rock in the desert. It's all fucking sand. <laughs> yeah. She hits one rock protruding out of the desert right in the fucking side of the skull. What's great is she hits it on one side, but then they have the scar on the other side. Cause they, and her other eye is, is like, burst. Yeah. Her blood vessels are burst. Yeah. So so she's dead. <laughs> yeah, you think she's dead. But uh, anyway, the ape is shot with a knockout dart. And shortly thereafter, it's nighttime. Dr. Linda wakes up uh, to Eva Kola shot? Kulishov. Oh, okay. I call her Kulishov. Kulishov. In my notes. <laughs> Ava Kulishov, who shot the ape with a trank. We saw the ape get shot with bullets to no effect. But the <laughs> trank works. Penetrates the skin. Yep. Yeah. So, interesting, interesting. Uh, they reminisce about their time at Oxford, partying down, and then tells her that Reynolds is dead. <laughs> <laughs> 
Joe. So, um, what is the relationship between Ava and Dr. Linda? <laughs> There's one scene where I swear she calls Linda my love. She calls her Malaya. What is that? Sweetheart. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure these two have been. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. They were, I am 100% certain that they, their time at Oxford, mm-hmm. in a million air quotes, was just them dating, experimenting, you know, because a lot of vodka flew. And yes, yeah, she calls her Malaya. This is the scene with the coffee, right? Correct. Yeah. She calls her Malaya a bunch of times in this movie. And I looked it up. It means sweetheart in Russian. Yeah, or like, that's what I thought. It's a term of endearment. So just let that color the rest of the discussion. Yeah, and the rest of their relationship. Yeah. Uh, so Dr. Kolashot, uh and, and Dr. Linda are apparently both astrophysicists, we mm-hmm. find out. Uh, then Kolashot tells Linda that the giant ape that attacked them was Abraham. Uh, Ab- Abraham, sh- Joe. Abraham. 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 Abe Lincoln. Oh, wait. Uh, Dr. Reynolds gains another title in this scene. They call him Undersecretary Reynolds. Ah, okay. So he's Dr. General Undersecretary Reynolds. Interesting. Um, so this is a chimp they shot in a space. And, okay, they say that it grew six times mm-hmm. its original height. Yeah. Um, but we've seen this hand... <laughs> Joe, they only had one hand, and the ape's got to grow again. So it's just got a big hand. Joe, she said it grew to six times its original height. She said nothing about hand size. It's like when you get a puppy, and the paws are super big. Okay. The ape's going to grow into the paw that we saw. Interesting, yep. Yeah. Uh, the size of this monkey is all over the place. It's <laughs> well, they, fucking they throw everywhere. In a line. They throw in a line, they're like, he's still growing. So it's like, basically, they can make him any size they want to hand wave that away. But they can't even keep track of how big he is at any given point in time. No, they can't. Um, um, also, Joe, the Star yeah. Trek quote. So mm-hmm. how one fights is just as important as the result it yields is something that Ava says. It's a quote. And Linda says, quoting Lennon. And she says, no, Star Trek. Joe, who do you think said this in Star Trek? Do you know? I don't know how much you know about Star Trek. Please say that line again. I'll guess. How one fights is just as important as the result it yields. The easy answer is Spock, but I'm going to say it's Khan. <laughs> Joe, not a Star Trek quote. Oh, okay. <laughs> Something they just made up for this movie and said it was a Star Trek quote. Are any of the quotes Lennon quotes? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I looked those up too. None of these are quotes. They just made this up. I like the idea that Linda doesn't know any of this stuff. So she relies on Ava telling her whether or not it's one of these two things that she's never even researched. I also love that Linda. So Linda is like 30 in 2021. Mm -hmm. She has not lived in a Soviet country. Yes. But she every single line is like she's in it. Like she quotes Lenin. She talks about like. We Wait a minute, Jeff. Sorry, I gotta stop you. She's at least 35 because the monkey was shot in the space in 85. So she's actually probably at least 40 because she had to remember. Abraham. But she went to Oxford with Dr. Dr. Linda, who was a child in 1985. She was a child during she was a child during the Cold War. 
Because she almost launched nukes. Yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this this girl's no older than like twenty five. By the way, the actress playing this yeah, is very Dr. young. Doctor Linda or. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Linda. The, no, Ava's much older. Yeah, Ava's Ava like at is, least 10 to 15 years older. Yeah, I she tried was, to, I tried to find like a, ages for them and I couldn't. She was like a junior professor <laughs> at that Oxford when she, she went took She took her. advantage. Um, yeah, this is a power thing. This is not cool. So I couldn't find ages for any of these actresses, but Katie Sareka, who plays Ava, mm-hmm. was in a movie in 2011 and she was at least 25 in that movie. So... She's 35 to 40. So Yes. Yeah. Uh Dr. Dr. Cola. Ava. Dr. Uh, Cola. Dr. Soda. <laughs> they call her Dr. Pop in the Midwest. Dr. Pop. Those are the shots they were doing. They were doing cola shots. Ah, cola shots. Okay. So they called her cola shot. Um says the green goo is an alien substance. Yeah. Uh, so that's cool. Yeah, I would I would hazard the thing that wasn't on the probe when they sent into space that was on the probe when they came back is from space. Thank you. I don't think monkeys produce that kind of stuff. Um, Have you take... ever shot a monkey into space for 30 years? No, Maybe it I would. haven't. I yeah. haven't. That's a good point. Uh, they take Abraham back to Langley. Uh, then a Komodo dragon. Nope, sorry. It's not a Komodo dragon. That's what I originally said. It's a, we get reminded many times, it's a Gila monster. Gila monster, which I don't know if that's how you say it. It's, I think it's Gila. <laughs> I would say Gila, but I could also be dumb. I don't know. It's dumb to say Gila that many times. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joe, that's not, not even the most, one. that's not even the most insufferable word that gets repeated in this movie. Oh, Simeon. <laughs> Simeon. <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, so the Gila monster eats the goo. We hear a knockoff Godzilla shriek. Yes, no, not a knockoff Godzilla shriek. Literally the shriek from the Godzilla movie from 2014. Oh, really? Literally that shriek. Not even a knockoff. They just muted though. It's like yeah. not even. Well, good. they had to they had to chop and screw it so it doesn't get uh doesn't get picked up. No lawsuit. Yeah. Uh, they're back in Langley. Dr. Linda likes her coffee like she likes the heart of her space program. Black, Black. and bitter. <laughs> and she says, uh, Black, as I recall. Black, like the heart of the space program. And then Ava's like, meeting aliens is noble. She's like, noble? It's like, yeah, that's a noble cause. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to find life on other planets? That's a noble venture. I like all the like Russian scientists look back like, what the fuck's wrong with this person? <laughs> and then she's like, got them trained well don't like she just shits on the russian scientists for no reason well joe they were she's a spurned lover yes that's right a lot of this is anger yeah this, Ava. Is, this has nothing to do with the space program it has it has it has to do with joe mm-hmm. okay so she's got her father mm-hmm. she's got abraham she's abraham. got ava abraham mm-hmm. she's got ava her father left because of the space program Ava left because of the space program. Abraham left because of the space program. She Not lost by its own accord. <laughs> he didn't have a say in the matter. But he, she lost everything she loved because of the space program. I like to think that teddy bear was like her favorite teddy bear. And I imagine her, her uh, now crippled father. But at the time, he had full use of his legs. Standing above her and prying the teddy bear away from her, because like we need to keep him calm. So we've been putting it in the space. 
She's like, the fuck? <laughs> She's like five years old. <laughs> well, no, what happened was she tried, he tried to pull it from her. She wouldn't let go. He was dragging her along the floor. <laughs> yeah. The almost when did, he was about to throw her in as well. Yeah, I was like, hey, like, you got to go too. You got to go. You want to go into space? Fine. Fine. Cool with me. Fine. Like when a parent loses it, they're like, you, you, you want to just, you just want to get kidnapped fine. by this guy. Fine. That's fine. Go you go it. with him. Do you whatever that guy. Yeah. You want to get shot into space for 30 years? Go for it. Do whatever you want. See what happens. Don't yeah. come crying back to me in 30 <laughs> years. Um, she, yeah, she shits on the uh, Russian scientists. Oh, Jeff, remember, there's a whole lot of Russian scientists for Langley. <laughs> Where yeah. they are. <laughs> they are in Langley, Virginia, and there are Russian scientists everywhere, everywhere. including <laughs> including who appears to be the head scientist, the blonde yeah. lady. Oh, Eisenstein? <laughs> Eisenstein, yes. That's the best name in the whole movie. They say name... Eisenstein like 50 times in one scene. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Joe, I take it back. That's the second best, best name in the movie. We will get to the best name. Wait, let's talk about Eisenstein really quick. She has like a fucking ring and shit. Like she has this like studded ring and like bracelet. Looks like she just went shopping at like fucking Hot Topic. <laughs> Well, Joe, they were like, she was, they were like, are you going to take off that jewelry? She's like, nope. They're like, well, we don't have time to argue. So <laughs> we got a movie to make. We got T minus 36 hours on this thing. <laughs> That's right. Get it rolling. So um, Irina Pickard plays Eisenstein, Joe, just so you know, she is self-employed at Conscious VC. I tried looking her up to see if she was in anything else and her LinkedIn profile came up, which is a great sign. Conscious Viet Cong? <laughs> Conscious Viet Cong. She's working with Ron Martini. Yes, <laughs> to overturn the mistakes of 50 years ago. Uh, Abraham is now nearly the size of an elephant. Very important. <laughs> yes. He is the size of like an elephant, basically. He's huge. He's pretty He's big at this point. Ass. Yeah. Um, Dr. Linda. Oh, no, we already did that. Uh, Abraham breaks through his restraints. We go to like mm -hmm. the next night. He's like breaking through his restraints. Alarms are going off. The there's army guys, by the way, there's guys in the room with him. Just yes. keep that in mind. Just yeah. just as we go through the scene, I just would like to. Very important. Yes. So there are army guys in the room. The army from the outside tries to shoot at him. Like yes. they want to get in to like kill him. And Dr. Linda won't let them in. She's like, no, you can't. <laughs> yeah. Because well, he's my friend. Okay. She doesn't say you can't. She gets between the military the military's guns and the door. And then she says, it's three feet thick. You can't shoot through it. Why did you get in the way of the guns? Just let them shoot the door. Let, let them, them go for it. For themselves. Right. Also, three feet? Is this a vault door? Apparent well, Jeff, it can survive a, a direct nuclear blast. <laughs> I submit it doesn't matter how thick glass is. It's not surviving a nuclear blast. That's true. Um... The army, oh, oh, uh, Cola Shot points a gun at the U.S. military. Yes. So a, a foreign uh, Russian operative in Langley. Is not only inside Langley. <laughs> but pointing a gun at the U.S. military. Correct. This will end well. Uh, Dr. Linda knocks out Abraham with some gas. She, like, presses a button. Yeah. Knocks Which, him why out didn't anybody gas. else think of this? I don't know <laughs> if it's built in, like, just do that first. Uh, now we're back at the Pentagon. Oh, the Joe, by the way, 
the gas, if it was enough to knock out Abraham, probably killed the soldiers inside. That's why I wanted For to. For sure. <laughs> They're in deep fucking comas, those three guys. Yeah. They, you know, gave their lives. <laughs> they are dead. They are gone. Uh, the general is complaining at the Pentagon. Different general. Not Dr. General Undersecretary Reynolds. No, this is the general that just tried to kill the ape. Yeah. Um, complains that Dr. Linda was out of line, calls Cola shot a commie. Yeah. Is this, this is General Delaney who is in and out of a wheelchair throughout different points. In no, this he's in a wheelchair. Joe, yes. He is in a wheelchair at one point. Are you sure not thinking of the dad? No, because I watched this movie twice. And the first time I didn't catch the wheelchair. And then the second time I was like, did they have two guys in wheelchairs? And then, and then I was like, and then in another scene, he's just like walking around. He's walking in the scene where he's trying to break into the vault to kill yes. uh, Abraham. Yes, and then he's that in a wheelchair. Sense. That makes no. no sense at all. <laughs> you can't even try to explain that in a way. That's just nonsense. Timeline. Uh, Alternate timelines, Joe. All converging. Play lines. <laughs> Q, Shaman, prove so it. She, so she's got beefs with different General, uh, what's his name? Lang, no, Delaney. <laughs> different General Delaney's from different timelines. Yes, and they're all like intersecting and going in and out of different timelines. Right. Um, Dr. Linda grew up with Abraham. This is when mm-hmm. we find that out. Uh, the General says, can they be trusted? One is a bleeding heart animal rights activist. And the other is a cold-hearted Ruski. Joe, a bleeding, a bleeding heart animal rights activist, because she's like, I don't want you to shoot this ape for no reason. I can put this ape, I can, I can make this ape go to sleep. How's that sound? How about we just lock him in this <laughs> this vault and I'll yeah. knock him out with gas? Yeah, that's how much that's of a enough. bleeding heart I am. <laughs> yeah, she's like, why don't we just, you know, I, I don't know if this will kill him, but why don't we do this instead? And they're like, you bleeding heart animal rights activist. She's like, look, fellas. This is a giant ape. We got to experiment on this thing. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> um, also, Abraham's voice, like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. He, he gives her the same look. He was like, did he, cause he saw her hit her head. He's like, right. did you get that checked out? What's wrong with your brain? Are you okay? Concerned. <laughs> got CTE or something. Also this whole scene with um, Eric Roberts, who doesn't get up again in this scene. He doesn't. No, he, doesn't. <laughs> he eventually gets up at the end of the movie. But he is sitting 80% of this movie. He's not even sitting up straight. No, he's just... (laughs) He's leaning back. He's like me, like, three hours into the podcast recorder. I'm just, like, slouching down my chair. Right. He's Or that one where I, like, had my hand on my head. (laughs) Falling asleep. No, he's, like, at a circle read-through. He thinks they're doing a script read-through. He's doing he's at a script read through where he like shows up in the first scene and then doesn't show up to like two thirds of the way through the movie and he knows it. So he's just kicking back and just like waiting for him to show up again. That would be great if this was a script read through <laughs> and he was just like, I'm not coming back. You paid Joe, one day. Yeah, I was going to say, Joe, it was a script read through <laughs> for everyone but him. And they're like, well, this is the war room now. <laughs> and Joe, they're like, are you going to move that box of receipts? No, we don't have time. Those are the office receipts. We can't lose those. This this conversation, by the way, between Eric Roberts and Doctor or General Delaney, the yeah. mic was like nine feet from them. Like it is so oh, far. Oh, it's very quiet. Yeah. yeah, it's like talking like this. Like like I could barely like it was so far away. Right. Right. It's so stupid. Um. So Eric Roberts says he trusts Doctor Linda. 
and hopes that her emotions won't get in the way. Lady scientist, am I right? Jeez. He's like, check her, check her schedule, make sure she's not on her period. <laughs> am I right, boys? Am I right, boys? Uh, uh, I just Throw me a beer. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Eric Roberts is like, when are we going to lunch? <laughs> Where is that fucking uh, intern with my ham and cheese? Yeah. Ham and cheese, soy latte. It's not so hard. It doesn't take 90 minutes to get that. Jesus Christ. Uh, they're like, are you going to cut around this? They're like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. 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 There's a whole, now there's a whole subplot about a uh, intern. Ham and cheese. Yeah. Um, this isn't, okay. <laughs> this is the, the next scene. Is the entire, this entire scene, it's between Cola Shot and the Russian military official. They're talking over Zoom. It is entirely in Russian. There are zero, I'd say in, zero subtitles. You know, sometimes there's a movie where, like, there'll be parts that are in Russian, but then yeah. the important things, they'll slip in in English with a subtitle. Zero. Or, or like, vice versa, where it's like they're talking in, like, Russian, and then they're, they're like, oh, they're going to do something secret. So we can't, as an audience, can't know what it is, so they get rid of the subtitles. It's yeah. just like the whole thing is just like unsubtitled. They I, could be saying in Russian, like, can you believe they're paying us to do this stupid movie? They're like, <laughs> no, I can't either. I'd like to think that this movie, like, this is the key scene that I, ties I wonder, everything together, but we don't know it. So back in the day, when it was like in the Wild West of just downloading stuff off the internet, there were times where a DVD would get misripped. Mm-hmm. And subtitles for translated scenes would not show up. Uh-huh. So I'm wondering if maybe this is a YouTube thing where there are subtitles in the original, but I'm not paying $5 to find out. Oh, I like the idea that, like, the director tried to rip his own movie incorrectly. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like, no, I got this free trial software. I'm going to see how it works. And it, no, he forgot to put the subtitles in. And there's like... He's like, $17.99? Well, I'm not licensing this. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> it's like, I got one shot to do this, and I guess I blew my free my free trial. So We were going to use a Scorpion. It didn't happen. Yeah. We have no money. <laughs> we have no money. <laughs> I like to think the producer is just a guy outside panhandling, and every day they're like, all right, what'd you get? He's like, $87. They're like, all right, uh, we, can, uh, we can't get the Scorpion. We can get uh uh this 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 godzilla creature and then uh we gotta scrap the russian subtitles and he's like uh okay (laughs) all right we can do one of two things we can either have russian subtitles or we can have a giant lizard monster at the the april fight (laughs) we gotta figure out which one we're gonna do because again clock's rolling we got t-minus 24 hours to get this thing done (laughs) i like have you seen have you seen the old tweet where it was like uh you know, like rent six hundred dollars, utilities two hundred dollars, uh, scented candles thirty six hundred dollars, groceries two hundred dollars. Can somebody somebody help me budget this? Yeah. It's like imagine that, but at the thirty six hundred dollars instead of candles, it's Eric Roberts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like don't have Eric Roberts in this movie. You can your budget will go much further. Right. Um. This isn't okay. Oh, this is also where Doctor Linda shares a tender moment with a knocked out Abraham. Cuts she over just to wanders into the room, into the red room. Yeah, and is like, here's your, t- here's my teddy bear, stupid. She starts crying. 
She's like, you ruined it, you son of a bitch. She's like, this, she's like, this smells like monkey now. I cannot have this anymore. It smells like monkey and goo. You fuck. <laughs> it was perfect. He was beautiful. <laughs> look what you did. Um, look at my boy. Look, <laughs> look, how, they they, him. <laughs> look how they massacred my boy. Uh, we are in New Mexico. Private McDaniels is at the crash site. Oh, yeah, Private McDaniels is a great character. <laughs> Private McDaniels rules. Private McDaniels rules. <laughs> he's, he's amazing. He is snooping around the crash site. His bladder's full, but it's calm. They're like, yeah. how you doing out there? He's like, bladder's full, but it's calm. We're like, okay, <laughs> sounds like sl- you're having a party. It's not sloshing around. Um, He hears the Godzilla screech, then sees the giant lizard... Then tells the radio guy who makes fun of him. <laughs> yeah, something's Something. going on with McDaniel's and this radio guy. This radio guy does not have McDaniel's best interest in mind. No. He's like, well, why don't you go check it out? <laughs> well, yeah, he goes. Well, first McDaniel's is like looking in the space. He's like, how this is a, how the hell did a monkey survive this? The guy on the radio goes, I don't know, McDaniel's. Why don't you tell us? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a great line. <laughs> it was a rhetorical question, man. It also said, it was really deadpan the way yeah. that line was. It was almost like he was like talking to one of those automated operators. <laughs> <laughs> he's like representative. <laughs> he's like he's like how the fuck did a monkey survive? It's like I didn't catch what you said. Could you repeat that? <laughs> he's like oh representative. <laughs> yeah, it's like pressing zero. Yeah, he's just know? jamming zero. Um, so. Okay, so McDaniels runs. This is important, okay, because the physics of this scene makes zero fucking sense, of course. He is in the pod. We've seen the monster, the lizard, behind him mm-hmm. from inside the pod. So if you imagine the pod's facing one way, the lizard is behind that pod, behind the door opening. He waits, and then he runs, okay, straight ahead. Yes. He trips over something. Uh, this de- this desert is like completely flat with nothing in it except in the line over, of where people run. He trips over the one rock. Yeah, <laughs> the rock that that uh, Linda hit her at. Yeah, on. there's just one. They should have put like warning tape around the one rock, <laughs> or like one of those cones right over it. <laughs> um, so he runs. He trips. He falls. He talks to the radio guy again. The radio guy's like. Uh, you sound like you almost pissed yourself. <laughs> and then the lizard comes out from like behind the ridge that he so he trips and then he like is on the the ridge and then he's looking back at the space pod. Yeah. The lizard comes from behind him. So how did the lizard get behind him without him knowing? <laughs> magic. <laughs> Joe, magic. Okay. Yes. Okay. I accept it. It's it's an, it's insane. Okay. Um. Linda, we're back in Langley. Oh yeah, this is yeah. Oh, he's eaten by the lizard. That's important. yeah. He's eaten by the lizard, but now suddenly, uh, Linda's beard friend was the one talking to him, and he goes by Eagle Eye. Oh, are you talking about the flamboyant scientist? Well, flam. So so it cuts to Langley, and flamboyant scientist is talking. Too, like, he had just been talking to McDaniels. Oh, yeah. He's like, we lost contact. But he calls him Eagle Eye. <laughs> With Eagle Eye? Yeah. Eagle Eye McDaniels? Yeah. 
Oh, that's ridiculous. And um, also, a uh, flamboyant scientist has a calm piece in his ear the whole movie. But it's, it's an just, iPod. <laughs> it's a knockoff AirPod because it's got a big, like, gray stripe down the back. He's just got a knockoff AirPod in his ear all movie. It's like a Raycon or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Linda Colashot and flamboyant scientists are all reviewing the tape. They want to yes. see what just happened. Dr. Linda says, whoa, does that look like a tail to you? No, it looks like a shadow, you cheap fucks. <laughs> no, hold on. Hold on. She says, a glitch. That's organic. That's like, after. Oh, that's after, yeah. Let's first talk about how there's a fucking shadow yeah, of there's just what shadow. could be a tail. She's like, is that a tail? Like, no. Clearly, yeah. you didn't have money for that, so we don't know what the fuck that is. If you had, if you had not cheapened out, it would have been a tail. Could have been a tail. Um, but yeah, the extra, the tail, the shot of just the tail, the graphic that costs an extra 20 bucks, not in the budget, Not the budget. Again, Eric Roberts just took the, took the concessions table home that day. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he made a lot of friends, handed out a lot of tips. I like to imagine Eric Roberts on these sets is like, um, um, Carl Weathers on Arrested Development. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you take that per diem, you keep it in your pocket. You go to the craft services table, you get some, some celery, you know, some chicken bones, throw it back in the trailer, add some potatoes. Baby, you got a stew going. He's like, yeah, my sister was in Pretty Woman. <laughs> uh, kind of a, kind of a big deal. Uh, Dr. Colashot then says, could it be a glitch? And then Dr. Linda says, no, no, no. A glitch? That's organic. A tail? That's reptilian. Jeff, Scientist. what is, what is organic? Scientist. Jeff. What does organic mean in this universe? <laughs> I don't know. I think it means whatever they want it to mean <laughs> at uh, any given time. A, we know a spacecraft isn't organic. Yes. But a glitch is. A glitch? That's organic. <laughs> <laughs> but a tail? That's reptilian. The tail's reptilian. <laughs> Do you know the way she said that? It's reminding me of, but the industry, my friends. Yes! <laughs> Revolution. That was a revolution <laughs> oh my god um dr linda uh, prepares to go to the crash site yep they hopped back in the teleporter to go back to new mexico back to new mexico just like that um but this time she goes with flamboyant scientists so they're in new mexico and her and flamboyant scientists are there they are searching the desert flamboyant scientist says Feelings put just okay. Feelings put people out of business. That's how I lost my ex. Uh, Linda says, "Zip it and keep scanning." Flamboyant scientist says, "Oh come on, at least I know how to wear a harness, honey." Jeff. What? <laughs> Jeff is is everybody gay at this point? <laughs> at least I I love how he's like. At least I know how to wear a harness, honey. And she's like, I like it this way. It's like it's functional you're gonna like cut off circulation to your brain <laughs> right <laughs> but also they're scanning with like uh like a checkout stand counter or checkout stand scanner. yes uh, a, a barcode scanner yeah a barcode scanner they're like scanning the desert for this yeah it'd be great if it, it like goes off and they're like did you find traces of the of the uh, alien substance and he's like no these are supposed to be 339 did you know yeah. that <laughs> This jar of pimento olives is supposed to be three thirty nine. <laughs> Fucking inflation, uh, man. Joe, how much does half a person cost? 
That's a good question. They find a mangled body uh, with the army gear. And they say, this isn't from the crash. <laughs> Where could it be Yes. From? Thank you. It's not from the crash where something crashed in the middle of the desert all by itself. Well, they were there for the crash. That's pretty clear that it's not from the crash. That's not a discovery. <laughs> oh, I thought they were saying this isn't from the crash. Like this didn't happen in the crash. That's what that's Mc- no, that is what she's saying. Yeah. Cause this is McDaniels. This is McD- This is Eagle Eye. Yeah. This is Eagle Eye. So <laughs> Eagle Eye yeah, Cherry. Yeah. No duh. <laughs> Eagle Eye Cherry. This is the first time she saw Eagle Eye. She she bust her Eagle Eye Cherry. That's right. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, yeah, and then they start complaining about the Russians. Yes, Eric Roberts calls in to shit on the Russians. <laughs> then he proceeds to debate Russia's role in World War II. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Uh, they took Berlinzer, a publicity stunt, a billion killed. They're allowed to piss on Hitler's grave first. It's like, whoa, buddy. Settle down. 1945, let it go. Fucking millions dead. <laughs> millions, bro. Yeah, yeah, um, not a billion. Tens, tens of millions, I apologize. Yes, still, calm down. It's 2021. <laughs> what you, you, have, you weren't alive? What, you, what is going on with you, Roberts? Uh, Dr. Linda says, but this space program was Bush's and Putin's dream. Jeff, what is going on? <laughs> Nothing makes sense. What is happening? Uh, Langley, we're back. Back in Langley. Back to the Russian scientists in Langley. Cola shot in the Russian scientists. Uh, Eisenstein. Eisenstein, yes. Discovered that the goo is breaking down mm-hmm. in, in our atmosphere. Uh, she keeps calling her comrade doctor. That's what I wrote down. I was like, comrade doctor? It's like, it's not, the Soviet Union's been gone for a very long time. I can't understand 99% of what's being said here, so they might as well have just been speaking Russian with no subtitles, because I don't know what is happening in this scene. Oh, the exposure kills the alien goo in three hours, but an organic host helps lengthen the alien's lifespan. So they say simian a bunch of times. Say that the simian is expendable, and then they give Abraham the clear. Yes, so the, it all ends with them injecting the goo into Abraham. Yes. Uh, to preserve the alien goo inside of him. Uh, which I don't know how that works. <laughs> I don't know how you get the goo back out at that point. I don't know. Gooby gone? They dip the, they dip the chimp in gooby gone? It separates the chimp from the from the goo? That's good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, yeah. And but then the remainder of what is left is called gorilla glue. That's how they make gorilla glue. <laughs> That's Joe. That is. This is how they make gorilla glue. It's the remain. It's like the afterbirth. Yeah. Uh, Langley. We're back in Langley. No, uh, we're out of Langley. Now we're back in New Mexico. We haven't talked about this Langley shot that they use. Just this stock <laughs> the one behind you. So what every single time it's just until it's nighttime and then it's they just put a filter on this it's still too nothing's moving they yeah. took a google images still and they just kind of like rotate <laughs> yeah. they just rotate it yeah it just says langley uh it's langley we're in new mexico again though mm-hmm. dr linda sees a train headed toward the giant lizard and no, they're they're, like, they don't see the lizard they're it's headed towards oh, a bridge that's out busted tracks right yeah right and so they're like, what the hell is this train operator doing? Why is he driving toward a train? Um, 
So they call the, the Department of Transportation. <laughs> they call, she calls the Department of Transportation, but flamboyant scientist says this has nothing to do with them, and then goes back to texting. <laughs> what flamboyant scientist is like? Uh, call me when it's my problem. Like he's he's a coward in the biggest way because he won't even like call somebody else. <laughs> yeah, he won't even like he he cannot like be emotionally vulnerable enough to be like, Oh no, people are going to die. To look, to yeah, observe to look. it. Yeah. He's like, wow, train's going to run off a bridge. Sounds like not my problem. Can't be troubled. <laughs> He's like scanning the most recent Perez Hilton like <laughs> article. Uh, cola shot. No, no, we're not there. We're, we're, we're in New Mexico. So, uh, yes. The lizard pops up. Okay. Yeah. Big lizard. We see him for the first time. Actually, no, we saw him before in the dark, but now we see him in the light and he grabs the train and he throws it at the Humvee. Joe, two things. One, we got to go back to her calling the Department of Transportation Uh because she calls the Department of Transportation to like warn the train. And she goes, this is Dr. Linda Murphy from the National Aeronautics and Space Administration. Just say NASA. Time is of the essence, Dr. Murphy. (laughs) Right. I like, that's funny. She can't even break from like the fucking pseudo intellectual talk yeah. of saying everything unnecessarily. Yeah. Cause if somebody said the national aeronautics and space administration, I'd be like, is that NASA? They'd be like, yeah. That's... But if somebody just said NASA, I'd be like, okay, I gotcha. I'm, I'm Especially there if you. you were an emergency operator, I yeah. think you'd be like, okay, yes, NASA. Like, it's like, like what does she think is going to happen? This is blah, blah, blah. National aeronautics, space administration. Yes. I'll hold. Uh, also, never mind, the train ran off the bridge. Also, why do your credentials matter? Just get to the fucking point. Yeah, they'd be like, uh, she's calling you like, there's a train headed towards a bridge that's out. Okay, first of all, can you fax over your resume? We need to make sure this is legit. Well, I studied at Oxford for four years. I did experiment with some girls. <laughs> I don't know if that's a big deal to you guys. They were Russian. I can be compromised. Just <laughs> FYI. FYI, getting um, it all out there. Yeah. Second thing, Joe. Mm-hmm. The monster is a hero. The oh. train is going to run off the track. The lizard grabs it. Yes. Throws it to safety on the ground. Mm-hmm. He's a hero. Yeah. And he had to throw it. He would have. Uh, but if he keeps letting it go, then it goes off. The back end keeps going, goes off the track. So he had yes. to throw it to safety to keep going. Yeah. Joe, he's a hero. Mm-hmm. And, and then yeah. he leaves because he, he knows he's going to get in a confrontation. His job is done. Humvee. And then he's so yeah, he takes off. He, he goes and then he heads to D.C. for his Purple Heart. For his Medal <laughs> of Honor. Yeah. He's like, he just shows up. He just shows up in D.C. He's like, yeah, I'm here for the ceremony. I saved all those people on the train. You heard about the train? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. I was the giant lizard. <laughs> that was me. I was that giant lizard. They're like, no. He's like sitting. Uh, I don't think so. No, he's, like, sitting out in a park or something. He's like, hey, hey, hear about that giant lizard that saved that train the other day? They're like, yeah, I, I think I read about that. This guy. You're looking at him. You're, no way. No way. I thought you would be bigger in person. He's like, well, you know, everybody says that. Us. Yeah, I fluctuate. Um, so the lizard grabs the train, throws it at the Humvee. Uh, they have to hike around the busted train tracks because that was their only way through. Did you catch this? Yes. Why were they taking train tracks? How does this matter to them? It's like train tracks over a cliff. 
So yeah. they were going to walk? <laughs> I Yeah, anywhere they walk to, the Humvee can go. Yeah. <laughs> but they got out of the Humvee because the nav was out. But the nav would still be out. Correct. <laughs> it makes it makes not a lot of sense. Um, oh boy. Uh, yeah. So they got to get out and walk around. Now they're hiking on foot. Doctor Colashot flies the fighter helicopter out to the desert. Uh, it must be hot in this fake helicopter because she's sweating like crazy. She is like dripping. It's, it's like the scene. It's like an airplane or at the end where it's just like. They have this just like, like literally just like pouring down his face. That's what it looks like. Yeah, exactly. Um, giant lizard emerges and crushes the army guy. Uh, the one because there's you. So there's Linda, there's flamboyant scientists, and there was an army driver or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so the lizard comes out and disposes of that guy quick because they he was just supposed to be an extra. He wasn't even supposed to be in the scene. Well, that guy is lucky he's out of this movie because it. Did you watch him walking? That dude was laboring, like he was uncomfortable, like he was like, um, like, like he did you know, five hundred pound squats that day. Like he was every step, he looked like he was in agony. It was like watching Albert Pujols run. Well, and then flamboyant scientist is also in agony because he's terribly overweight. <laughs> yeah, not happy either. So there's a lot of sweaty people in this scene. Lots of sweat. Lot of sweaty people. Um, uh, so so much of this action scene that occurs after this, because the lizards arrive, is just Dr. Colashot explaining what she's firing from the inside of a helicopter, intercut with Linda and uh, flamboyant scientists kind of lurking through the brush. Yeah. And then back to the helicopter. Now I'm firing the heat-seeking missiles. Oh, no, you can't do that because whatever. And then she's <laughs> like, I have to. And so she does. <laughs> yeah, and um, one thing, too. we um, Ava was in Langley. Y- yes. She was with Dr. Eisenstein. And they yeah. were like, we lost track of it 30 minutes ago. So she just, like, flies to Roswell in the chopper? Jeff. She gets in the chopper. Oh. Teleport the whole thing. Teleport the whole thing. And then she has to fly the rest of the way. Because the teleporter's, like, in Phoenix. Oh, okay. So she can't get all the way there. So she's got to fly for, like, an hour. But I love that they're, like, there's just some random guy that's, like, you take care of my helicopter. She's, it's got 16 Hellfire missiles with thermobaric warheads, 10 Hydra rockets, and a 30 millimeter chain gun. And she goes, but can it shoot? No. No. We just have that stuff on board for fun. He's like, damn it, we forgot to put the trigger mechanism. <laughs> also, 26 rockets? How does this thing get off the ground? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's too heavy. That's too many rockets. It's humongous. And then um, yeah, she says, Linda, it's Eva. Yeah, they're terrible accent. She's not. Whoever's doing this is not a Russian person. No, I don't think so. They're doing an awful Russian accent. Um, so they're lurking around the brush. They, she fires into the lizard enough. There's this weird shot where she goes through the legs. It's kind of like a Universal Studios ride effect. Yeah, it reminds me of in um, Empire Strikes Back uh, when they fly through the legs on on Hoth. Well, 
they're planning for the Universal Studios ride. Yes. This is in anticipation. They've been trying. Uh, what's the name of the studio again? Uh, Asylum. Asylum has been pitching movies to Universal Studios forever. And it's just they have to do this in preparation. They've been turned down for now 20 years running. But it's, just, it, it's, it's a proof of concept for their, their version of the, the ride. Yeah. Um, so the giant lizard then starts digging after he's like tired of getting shot at. He digs into the soil. Yeah, and, then he and goes underground. So Joe, have you seen? Um, there oh, was a wait, wait. I'm sorry. Really quick though, um, before we get into that, Cola Shot immediately shows up from behind the ridge. It's like there was a second teleportation from being in the helicopter in the air to right at the ridge to then tell Linda, "You guys are all safe now." And I'm like, "How did she land so quick? This is insane." Yeah, she was like, she just like shows up and is just like, "Hey, are you guys coming or what?" And she's like, I think that the monster might have done the same thing as Abraham. <laughs> I'd say so. Yeah. Not think... like, like Linda wasn't like, oh my God, did you teleport here? <laughs> yeah. How did you get down so quick? This is nuts. Yeah. But Joe, the CGI is really bad on this, on this monster. And I was trying to figure out what it reminded me of. Did you see? So last October, there was a video where a guy does, I think I showed you a couple of his videos, uh, like funny, like videos, uh, Nick Let's Go where he makes like silly songs. Mm. He did. So he did a song called where did the gremlins go? And I'm going to ask you to go to the, to your screen. So can you see this, this little video that I have up here? That's uh, the adorable uh, Macaulay Culkin. And I'm going to ask you what the difference between the lizard walking CGI is. And this guy who made this video for Twitter and YouTube, what his CGI, like what the difference is between right here. <laughs> That's not much of a difference. That actually looks like a real gremlin though. Yeah. So it's it's uh, just a gremlin just like crawling across the ground and it's the worst CGI I've ever seen kind of intentionally but yeah. this is like what their movie is is it's the whole movie um okay so uh this is where Dr. Linda says uh they were like what was that thing and she's like Gila monster no doubt yeah <laughs> She's like, well, if I if I know one thing, it's like that's a Gila monster that uh, drank the goo that uh, Abraham had uh, flown through. If I know one thing, it's that. It's what I did my doctorate on. She's like, this is what Doctor General Undersecretary Reynolds was just talking about. Um, so. Uh, um. Oh, we're back in Langley. Yeah, they go back to Langley. And the giant ape is all pissed off, and he bursts out of the bunker that we were told could survive a nuclear impact. Joe, we were told the door could survive a nuclear impact. Well, he smashes through the door. Well, he smashes through the wall next to the door. Oh, that's right. So he found the loophole. That's they, great. Joe, they, they expect yeah. you to go through the door. They don't expect you to Kool-Aid man through the wall. And, you know, if a nuclear blast goes off, there's nobody left to complain. But the whole structure of just the door and the floor, that's yeah, all intact. That still shows. Joe, this is literally in the, I want to say the first, have you ever seen Burn Notice, Joe? Yes. So in like the first episode, he's like, people with reinforced doors never reinforces the wall. And he just shoots the guy through the wall. And right. it's like, oh, it's it's just, this is just burn notice, but with monkeys. Okay. Right. So and also he, they say the simian, the simian, sorry, the simian, just they, 
disabled the security cameras. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because did he smash them or did he like? Did, yeah. he, do, did he do monkey hacking? He monkey hacked the. He's uh, like, ooh, the, ooh, ooh. and then the subtitle said, "I'm in." Right. <laughs> he's like, he's like trying to get the passcode. He says, "Bananas one." <laughs> Damn it. Bananas two. He's like, hold on, let me try this. Bananas sixty-nine. <laughs> Access granted. Access <laughs> granted. And you see another monkey like in the hallway with like a mug. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I see you, buddy. That's my man. Um okay, also he's back to like George Murison size. Like he's like not elephant sized anymore he's back to just a tall guy yeah he's just big because he's, he's not... fitting in this room that's <laughs> the important key to this he fits in the room yeah and they showed yeah he was elephant sized before he was huge he was probably standing up probably 12 13 feet tall but yeah now he's half that size yeah and it, it, before it was like how did they get him into this room he's humongous how did they get him through the door yeah it's like well he got in and then he grew so oh, it's like a ship growing. It's a ship in a bottle situation where they can't get the the monkey back out. Right. But now he's back shrunken down, conveniently just big enough to fit in this room and play center for the New York Knicks. And uh, he, Dr. Linda, um, gets the news that Abraham has escaped, asks how Abraham could have grown three times his size since she left. So now he's... It's the answer. So wait, hold on. Uh, he didn't let, grow three times. Well, he did, but then he shrunk again. Yeah, right. So uh, your average chimp is four feet tall. So he would be 72 feet tall at this point. Yeah. He's not He's he's not 72 feet tall. I'm, I'm going to hazard a guess that he's not 72 feet tall when he's in the room. He's in the room. <laughs> Pick I a can't room. stress that enough. <laughs> Pick a room. He is in it. He is not 72 feet tall. And this isn't like a fucking lobby of like a fucking Vegas casino. No. He's like an in underground a room. bunker. Yeah, it's a room <laughs> room. It's a room room. <laughs> um, yeah. So Dr. Linda doesn't know what the hell she's talking about. Then we're on to the giant ape who is headed for Beaverton. No. Um, the ape is headed for the Blue Ridge Mountains. Oh, okay. The a- the lizard is heading towards Beaverton, I think. Or is the ape... The ape's going... They're both going to Beaverton. Never mind. They're both going to the same place, I think. Um, also, Beaverton? Not a place in Virginia. Don't know why yeah, they did this. Is it Ohio? Oregon. Oh, so they're going back across the United States. No, they just named something that just doesn't exist. Just, like, pick a small town in Virginia. Go to Google Maps... And pick a town in Virginia. It's not that hard. Here, well, Joe. She, she also, she went fishing there when she was a kid. Oh, here, while we're talking, I opened Google Maps. I put in Blue Ridge Mountains. Here we go. Here's Virginia. He's going to Harrisonburg. There you go. There's a real city. That's all it took. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, why? So she went there as a kid. Were they taking, okay, it's just, it all gets explained away by the teleporter. They use the teleporter to take, go on fishing trips. They use the teleporter to get the ape from one side of the country to the other side. 
Joe, the ape uses the teleporter one last time at the end of this movie because where the ape ends up makes no sense. Yeah, that's true. It's um, bonkers where the ape shows up. We also find out the flamboyant scientist's name is Jones. So we get to call him Jones now. Uh, New Mexico. We're back in, New, I think, New Mexico, right? Or maybe this is Beaverton? Uh, the there's a country bumpkin and he's eaten by a lizard. That is the entire scene. That's the entire scene. That's in West Virginia. West Virginia, right, right, yes. right. Also, they said real quick. We have to we have to backtrack something real quick. I so they said the simian disabled the security security cameras. He ran to the Blue Ridge Mountains. Rumors are he destroyed EDI. This is. Uh, Eric Roberts talking, which we haven't said his name in the movie. What is his name in the movie? It's just, uh, Ethan nope. Marcos. Oh, Marcos, oh, right. Yeah. Uh, he's the head of uh, NH... No. Uh, what's he the head of? He's, he's the not NSA. NHS. NSA. He's the, no, NHS, not health and security, or health and safety. Um, but he says, rumors are he destroyed the extraterrestrial defense initiative. How? Rumors are an ape destroyed what they describe as the new version of Star Wars. Yeah, how could he do that, even? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. And Joe, I'm sure that won't come into play later on in the movie. No, it's too good. They had to keep it, Jeff. Yeah. Um, they had to expand. L- Langley, uh, we're back in Langley. Eric Roberts tells Linda to track down her father, who is the head of the ELP program. Uh, or the Elb. Elb, Elb yeah. Uh, they say the lizard glows, but Abraham doesn't. They determined that the lizard ate the goo directly, but Abraham ingested the goo in gaseous form. Which, Joe, we have established that in King Kong versus Godzilla, that apes can ingest things and have the full effect if it's in their gaseous form. Because don't forget King You're Kong. You're talking about 1969. Yeah, King Kong had his Soma juice exploded in his face. His rock star. His rock star exploded in his face, and it was like he drank it. So this is established in the science, Joe. It's in the documents. It's in the documents, yes. Very good. Um, uh, I Yeah. So um, uh, the general determines that both monsters must be destroyed. The general says, this is all academic, girls. Cola shot says, girls? Yeah. This is where, we're, wasn't he in a wheelchair in the last scene? <laughs> Joe, he was. Yeah. Um, Cola shot and Linda talk about her father, the great Noah Murphy, the father of modern astrophysics? Is that what you Ape- said? Apestrophysics. The science of launching apes into space. Right. Um, she's sad. Linda is. Oh, no, wait. Linda claims her father's methods were unethical. Yeah. And she's sad because her father lied to her and said Abraham would be safe after they shot him into space. Yeah. Um, and uh, hold on. Da-da-da. Oh, this is Abe ripped up the bear. Her, yeah, she was like, my dad went out to get genius cigarettes and he never came back. But she said he would be safe. And then this is where we find out that Abraham was in space for 30 years. Yes. Um, but genius takes precedence at times, even over life. Lenin. No. 
Is it a real quote? No, it's not. It just made it up. Uh, here, here's some here's some Lenin quotes about genius. I looked them up. Uh, there is one big one. Uh, so he says genius take precedence at times, even over life. So you got to like put genius to the forefront. That's mm-hmm. that's what the. But here's a quote about Lenin about genius that says the exact opposite. All the marvels in science, all the marvels of science and the gains of culture belong to the nation as a whole. And never again will man's brain and human genius be used for oppression and exploitation. So genius doesn't take precedence. Clearly. The exact opposite. Yep. Um, (laughs) She's just a liar. (laughs) She's a Uh, liar. And then, Joe, are we going to talk about how her dad lied to her? Oh, I mean, well, Dr. Linda is having a breakdown over this ape's mental health. Yeah, uh, she's not stable. <laughs> she is not. This so is the she, scene where you get a sense she is not stable at all. Yeah. So Ava is like, you're obsessed with your father. You keep his photograph. One kind of feels like normal behavior to have a picture of your father. Yeah. I don't know. Call, call me crazy. <laughs> kind of feels. I think like a lot of people behavior. do that. Yeah. I would. I would wager more people have a picture of their father than don't. Just and refuse to. <laughs> and refuse. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, it's not like they fucking. Yeah. So like she so, never had access to it. So too, she's like, you know, we've killed all these animals. My father promised me it would different, be different. He said it would be different this time. Quote: He would return a hero, the most important ape, the most important animal that ever lived. Which she said that. Yes, <laughs> she said her father told her that about Abraham. Joe, <laughs> this is Dunstan checks in erasure. This is Amy the gorilla erasure. This is Grape Ape Erasure. These are the three most important apes to ever exist, Joe. You forgot about Mighty Joe Young. <laughs> Mighty Joe Young. Also, all of humanity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the missing link. <laughs> and then, yeah, she says, Abraham was lost in space. Joe, she said the name of the movie, just not this movie. <laughs> <laughs> She's Jeff, she said the name of a better movie. <laughs> <laughs> she said the name of a better movie. And then she uh, goes... Yeah, so they were like, yeah, he was lost in space for 30 years. And then she starts crying because she lied to an ape. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's right. She's having a breakdown. Dr. Linda needs intervention, being lied to from her father. And then because she swore. <laughs> she, he swore oh, to me that, that he would, oh, he'd be okay. He would never happen again to another monkey. And that's the very same promise. This is a quote of hers. The very same promise I made to that ape. <laughs> and then she's like crying. She's like tearing up and welling up. Like, this is madness. She needs help. <laughs> she needs to get some help. This is wrong. Um, <laughs> Linda has... Oh, this is where Cola Shot calls Linda my love. Or whatever that is. My darling. Malaya. Mal- Malaya. Malaya. Yeah. Uh, sweetheart or whatever. Oh, real quick. Uh, a, um... Linda was in like um like a, a lab coat. She was in just like street clothes and a lab coat. Okay, mm-hmm. that's that's very important in this scene because in the next scene she's dirty and back in the harness like she just got back from New Mexico. Right. Um. So uh, also I like how this scene um 
Coleshot is like trying to give her coffee. She tries so hard. She's like, she has <laughs> she the like mug. shoves it to her fucking mouth. She's like, 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 uh, Linda doesn't want it and she's like moving it around. Like, she's like trying to put it in Linda's <laughs> eyesight. an infant. Yeah. She's like, here comes the airplane. <laughs> Here's, here comes the space pod. Time to eat the chips inside. <laughs> Time to eat the space goo. <laughs> uh, Linda has enhanced their apaches oh here's more science talk linda has enhanced their apaches thermal tracking software with an algorithm that can recognize the alien cells that are active in abraham's biology of course i like how the last word really makes that sentence biology (laughs) what a a dick (laughs) oh man a dick way to say that um so linda and cola shot head to find abraham while the general focuses on the lizard so they're going to go track down abraham while the general focuses on taking down the lizard and they're going to try to save abraham yeah and but what's funny too is they're like check the news and they're just in the hallway so ava just like picks up her phone and then just like news is playing on her phone. Like she wasn't like, hold on, let me open on WW. Hold on, let me open the browser. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> like it's just, it's it's like the ultimate like you know in movies where they would just turn on the radio or the TV and the report would be there. But it's a phone. Like, <laughs> right. Um. Uh. So we're we're in Huntington, West Virginia now. Mm-hmm. Cola shot admits to Linda that she and Jet. Excuse me. She injected Abraham with the goo. Yes. So another person lied to her because of the space program. Yes. Um, Captain James Sow arrived. Well, oh, so Linda's pissed off. She's like, I don't, I hate you. Yeah. She, they basically, she's like, excuse me, you're, you're killing Abraham. And she's like, it is what it is. Here's a quote from Star Trek. That's not from Star Trek. <laughs> or a quote from Lennon. That's not from Lennon. It's like, you know, it's just like Captain Picard says. He always <laughs> says. You gotta inject the goo into the monkey. <laughs> no, she's not. <laughs> Ava, Ava walks up to her. He's like, you gotta inject the goo into the monkey sometimes. And she's like, Star Trek? She's like, no, Lennon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it was in the Communist Manifesto. You haven't read that? Um, oh, Captain James Sow arrives. So. so so remember when I said Dr. Eisenstein has the funniest name? <laughs> Is this the best one? Dr. J or Captain James Sow. It's T S A O. So this was clearly supposed to be an Asian <laughs> man. I wrote it S O W. So did I until I looked at the credits. <laughs> and if you want to Oh like like the chicken. Wait a minute. <laughs> well no, that's T S O. T S A O. Wait, how do you say General Tso's? General Tso's oh, chicken. Oh, I always say it was as General Tso's. That yeah, has general, to be reference, right? I, I don't know, but here's the thing. Uh, if you want to know how white this guy is, the actor's name is Case Matthews. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous. Uh, okay, so he arrives, <laughs> Captain James Sow. Uh, 
Which, where help. did he come from? Was he in charge? Was he already at, in? He's tracking them. He was tracking them. This Linda is so easy to sneak up on. <laughs> yeah, she's <laughs> everybody really in her life just tracks her. Like they're like ten feet behind her. She's like, where did you come from? <laughs> she's like, I I came through the door with you. Fucking uh, Ava or uh, Cola Shot is trying to like give her coffee. She's like, what the hell? <laughs> where did you come from? Um, one of the soldiers is equipped. Oh, they're they're there to help them hunt the monkey. One of the soldiers is equipped with a flamethrower. Yes. This is amazing. Yes. <laughs> they, I think his name is Parker. Parker? I think that's his name. I don't think it matters so much. Oh, no, this is this guy's name. That's right. Uh, his na- this The actor's name is Sir Solanus. This guy's Sir? first name is Sir. Like Sir Mix-a-Lot. Like Sir Mix-a-Lot. <laughs> so um they, they they're like all right you girls go up ahead and then we'll we'll hang back behind and so they're like hanging back behind and tracking them again um i don't know why they're not all walking together because now they're she already knows they're there so <laughs> it's it's really like i feel like there's safety in numbers here when you're taking on a giant ape or a giant lizard i don't feel like splitting up is the best the best course of action right so they hear the king kong roar uh, the the big ape roar, and so he immediately pulls a grenade out, <laughs> like pulls it and then flamethrower's like, uh, do I have the line here? Oh no, but he's like, what about the girls up ahead? And he's like, collateral damage. Collateral damage, and he just and chucks the grenade. But then, do you see flamethrower's reaction? He's no. like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> he like lets out a fucking laugh. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> That's oh. insane. Um, yeah, so Abraham grabs the army guy from a tree. <laughs> he was in a tree. And so we've got the same hand, giant hand just coming down. But now it's more appropriately sized, I think. It's appropriate. How did he get, what tree is holding his weight at this point? A big one? <laughs> a sequoia. A, red, a, yeah, a sequoia in the middle of the desert. It's a redwood. A 70 foot ape. <laughs> and how does this ape sneak? Um, how is it sneaking? Well, he didn't have to sneak. He was in the tree. And oh, they couldn't okay. see him. <laughs> um, so flamethrower tries to burn Abraham with his flamethrower, mm-hmm. but he gets stomped. He gets and there's this weird stomped. part. Of, he gets his face. He gets like curb stomped. Yeah. Um, but there's this weird kind of like like shot where he's it's like we're looking at him using the flamethrower at the camera yeah like the flames are washing over the camera as he's like flailing this flamethrower around and as we learned in uh king kong versus godzilla the flames don't do anything yes the ape just shrugs him off and then he gets face stomped yeah he can he does well with flames and electricity he Joe, he gets power. He gets stronger with electricity. Notice how they didn't come after him with electricity. That's right. They didn't so we, bring an electro launcher. Yeah. So they've learned to not give him electricity, not get him anywhere near wires, because he'll chew on them and then get more powerful somehow. This is 2021. Science has come a very long way <laughs> since the 60s. Um, the Pentagon. That's where we're at. So now we're back in the Pentagon. 
the general is pissed they lost Abraham. Says, this is why girls shouldn't be in <laughs> combat. <laughs> Jesus! It's just he won't let it go. <laughs> yeah, General Delaney hates them. Probably because they called him out for being in a wheelchair in, in one scene and then not in the next one. <laughs> There's one scene that ended up on the cutting room floor where Linda's like, hey, does your dick work? <laughs> and he just never let it go. Um, uh, Cola Shot has escaped, um, stole the Apache helicopter. She's, she's somehow they got separated, Linda and, and, and Cola Shot. Uh, Linda well, says... They had, that, they had that, that spat, that lover's quarrel, and they took off in separate directions. Yeah, I guess she was so embarrassed that she had lied that she left. And then Linda says that apes and lizards aren't natural enemies. We know this. And I immediately thought of that Simpsons scene where they're showing, like, great animal fights and, like, one of them <laughs> is a crocodile coming out of the river to eat a gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> So I guess um, they are natural enemies. For sure. Um, but hold on, Joe. I just like to point out, third straight movie we watched where a reptile is fighting an ape. Third straight movie, the ape just wants to chill out. Yes. And the, the lizard is coming after him. The just ape wants the ape's to alone. chill, go back to his original size. He thinks he can, like, Eat some bananas. He meditates to keep the... Uh, we haven't gotten to that part yet, but to keep the uh, <laughs> space signals out of his head. Yes. He gets a lot of aluminum foil to make a hat. (laughs) He wraps his whole head in it. Um, Like all great monster battles, this one is set to take place in West Virginia. (laughs) (laughs) Lots lots of uh, uh, stakes out there in West Virginia. They couldn't afford Tokyo. (laughs) Have you ever been to West Virginia, Joe? No. Beautiful. Looks nothing like this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Um, Dr. Linda explains to Jones that the extraterrestrial energy in both the Gila monster and Abraham are being controlled. This is it. Being controlled remotely via the goo from outer space. She is determined that the goo is uh, controlling them. Alien signals, baby. With a radio signal. Uh Uh-huh. That travels through space. So is the goo a life form or not? And they decided it's not anymore. I think the goo is... Is it organic? <laughs> That's what I'm asking. No, it's a reptile. It's reptilian. <laughs> it's reptilian. Um, I think the goo just like... Um, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it. So it just like infects their brain and lets them like be part of the wavelength. It's that, like a parasite or like a virus? Yeah, like a parasite. Yeah. But hold on. Before we find this out, uh, we need to uh, go back a little bit. Um, they're not natural enemies. Um, let's box these MFA fighters into a remote area, which is great oh. because uh, I think you meant to say MMA, but also the mixed fighting alliance is a thing. So maybe it's just like they couldn't afford to use MMA. Exactly. Also, Murphy says his capture, meaning uh, Abraham, Abraham, mm-hmm. that is essential or the horror we're facing now will only be the beginning. What does that mean? <laughs> this is before they know about the alien stuff. So they kill Abraham. They kill the Gila monster. That's it. Job well Everyone done. Everyone go home. Job well done. <laughs> File your paperwork on Monday morning. Like, so we get a, 
Someone get a bigger box for those receipts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and also, um, Murphy says, Murphy finds the alien signals. And then she says, just a bunch of, like, gibberish. Like, she's like, you know how we theorize, blah, 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 correct? And Jones was, like, just trying to keep his job. And he's like, uh, correct. And she goes, incorrect. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, there's an entire scene next where the general the doctors and the russian official all argue for minutes and come to no conclusions and then linda's father arrives <laughs> yeah but wait 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 hold on joe sorry i i think i took the more detailed notes this time so she says our theory was the quakes were gila monster related and he goes yeah i think the actor is high <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, yes, right. So you're wait, you're talking about the scene where Linda's talking to flamboyant to scientists. Flamboyant scientists. I think he's, yeah, he's right. He takes a pause. There, he's like, uh, but you know what? I took the same pause, and I wasn't high. I was like, uh, okay, moving on. <laughs> maybe not. Yeah, maybe not. So yeah, uh, signals are a guidance system. That's when he goes, oh, oh what? Yeah, alien. Yeah. And then so she says the aliens made the Gila monster go, made them go cross country. Joe, they took the ape cross country and the Gila monster is chasing the ape. Right. The aliens have nothing to do with this. No, they're heading this whole project up. They're the one that keeps transporting this ape back and forth. Yeah. And then this is where I wanted to know two things. One, does the Gila monster Bugs Bunny tunnel across the entire country? Because you see yes. a tunnel and it does like the Bugs Bunny thing where you can see it go through. Two, this is where I texted you. I said, does Eric Roberts stand up at all in this movie? <laughs> and the answer is, I don't think so. He leans on a table at one point. That is like the closest he comes. Jeff, that's the twist. He's wheelchair bound. <laughs> He's also wheelchair bound. Um, yeah. So... so Linda's death. So, yeah, so that was all in the scene prior. Then there's another scene. The generals, the doctors, and uh, the Russian official on Zoom, they're all talking about. They're talking in circles, Jeff, because they talk for minutes. Nothing is really concluded. Mm -hmm. They just kind of all repeat things back to each other. <laughs> is this what, Joe, is this where we see the alien spaceship? Yes, this is where they find it. But they knew about the alien spaceship. But, Joe, so I just would like to point out, they're like, the Hubble Space Telescope saw images of this spaceship flying away from this planet. Yeah. Joe, I don't think they know how the Hubble Telescope works. <laughs> it's not like a remote camera. Right. And also, Joe, I would just like to point out, do you remember the what they show for the spaceship flying away? Green and blue planet, spaceship flying away from it. Flying saucer style. Okay, yeah. Okay, just keep that in mind. That's going to come back. Yes, okay. Uh, yes. So, so Linda mm -hmm. Linda doesn't, well, her dad arrives. She does not even want to deal with this right now. She was like that look. Like, like, I don't even want, I don't even want to right now. Yeah, um, and he was like, it. hello. Like, and this actor in the, the that plays her dad is just like. It's a loop. Com completely checked out. Like, she's like, dad? And he's like, hello. Linda? Black one? <laughs> Black one. 
Uh, she's black and he's white by the way (laughs) also um um, real quick they were like uh one of the things they're arguing about is they're go the chimp broke the edi system (laughs) and 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 the general's like well isn't that going to be fixed and eric roberts goes well not until more government appropriations are made yeah (laughs) it's like more politics right why do we even have the receipt box? <laughs> yeah, why we have? Why do we have a receipt box? And then he goes, "This is war, gentlemen. Intergalactic combat." <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> right. They eventually set things aside. They set this whole conversation where they're running in circles to work together to decide to fire a bioelectric countermeasure to disrupt the signal. That's what they come to the conclusion of. I could have told you that. A bioelectric countermeasure. Yeah. That's uh, what you need. Because it's not organic, it's reptilian. Correct. And <laughs> as we all know, uh, uh, wait. it's Glitch- reptilian and glitches are organic. Glitches are organic. Spaceships are not organic shaped. <laughs> but, you need bio- but you need biological countermeasures. Correct. Bioelectric. Bioelectric, sorry. Well, no, the bioelectrical just make apes stronger. It would be organic. It just right? apes stronger. Because glitches are electric, and also it would make apes stronger. Oh, my God. Joe, they didn't think this through. I want to see this flow chart. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see this flow chart. Um, they've tracked the signal to Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So Linda thanks her dad for bringing her to the Pentagon which inspired her to become a scientist. She's pissed off at him, but she will always be grateful that he let her fuck with that control panel when she was fine. She's like, I've been chasing... She's like, you told me I almost ended the world, and I've been chasing that high <laughs> that, ever since. I've been chasing that dragon. Um, Linda... Oh, yeah, she's convinced that Abraham is not like the Gila monster. He's resisting control. She's basing this on no science. She's basing this on, I want it to be true. And that's what he says. He's like, you want that to be true. And that's not how science works, honey. Yeah. She's like, I can change him. He's different from the Gila monster. Yeah. And then her dad says, you hope, Linda, but hope is not a strategy. And Linda says, (laughs) (laughs) and then Linda says, sometimes Hope is the only strategy. Star Trek. <laughs> Star Trek. Um, also, they're, they're like, they're going to send these guys intergalactic to disrupt the United States, to send the world into chaos. Joe, did you, so you've seen the Watchmen movie, right? Yes. Okay. Did you, do you know anything about the Watchmen comic? No. So in the Watchmen comic, Ozymandias creates a fake giant alien attack to unite the planet. So literally the opposite. (laughs) His plan is literally the opposite of this plan. Right. Um, So the alien spacecraft is headed into Earth's atmosphere now. We get a shot of that. He's here now. They're here. Um, And then it lands in Hawaii. No, it, it, two different things in Hawaii see it. Because they're like Molokai and then the Mauna Kea Observatory. Right. Joe, so that's they communicating. Like, yeah, that's like being like they saw it in Sacramento and 
San Francisco. <laughs> like it's like 200 miles apart. Right. Um. But anyway, then they're like, it's headed to D.C. So the whole point of having it land in Hawaii is, I guess, just to buy them time. Maybe. Or maybe that, Joe, have you considered the aliens got lost? Okay. (laughs) Or had to stop and pee. But also, if these human beings have teleportation devices, we're to believe that these aliens do not? Well, the humans, the humans, Joe. They spent all their time researching the teleportation device. The mm-hmm. aliens researched goo yeah. and interstellar travel, but not teleportation. And whether you can eat it or not. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> really, what they did was they just got one guy's dumb younger brother, and they were like, hey, why don't you eat this goo for us? Eat that. <laughs> Give you a dollar. You want to hang out? You want to be like <laughs> you us? You want to hang out? <laughs> you got to eat the goo. You got to eat the goo. <laughs> um... The general says they will blow holes in the monsters and the ship. They're, he's not afraid of anything. Uh, I'm pretty sure, like, it's an inter, it's intergalactic travel. They don't know if the aliens are, like, hostile yet. But he's ready to blow them out of the sky. Yeah, and Linda says, like, like what makes you think you could penetrate? He's like, have you seen these new rockets we have? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, they're great. Supersonic. Hey, He's like digging through the receipt box. <laughs> He's He's like, like, want... they, they cost $15 billion. Look, the receipt's right here. Better be good. You know they're good. Um, Abraham is walking along the highway, and he's hit with a rocket. He's like walking in D.C. on the highway. Yes. So this is where I this is where it's insane. Um, where first of all, first of all, first of all, we got to roll back really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to find it here. Uh, They're like, why don't we put the transmitter on the Washington Monument? And this is where Eric Roberts, he either wasn't listening or doesn't know how to play the scene. Because he's like, yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Like like being sarcastic about it. Like, yeah, why don't you try that? Yeah, go for it. They're like, okay. Wait, do you want us to do that? That's what it was like. So, So are we doing this? Just just yes or no. Just yes or no. He's like, yeah, sure. It's like, no, sir. Yes or no. <laughs> this is the American government. I need an affirmative. <laughs> this is all part of the procedure. Affirmative or negative. Yes. And then the mo- so okay. So the monkey, the ape, they show him on the freeway. That freeway is south of DC. Mm-hmm. So he had to have walked around <laughs> DC to come back up because because that's it's he's at the nationals ballpark or the nationals and so i was like wait that's in like southeast dc i was like so he went up and then around and then back and then back Back yeah um the general oh wait uh we hear that alien control of the of the gila monster is holding at 90 percent uh, it emerges in the middle of the city and everyone gazes in amazement. Oh, so we find out that the Gila monster's at 90% yeah. of controlled. He's still, he's not in control. He is being controlled at 90%. Um, Abraham has shook it and it's de- de- declining the yeah. amount of control. So we're setting up for eight versus monster. Abraham's going to gonna fight the, the, the Alien Gila monster. Gila monster. Yeah. Also, somehow, 
for some reason, I don't know why I follow this so much. Linda somehow got dirtier. <laughs> In this scene, <laughs> she is dirtier. She just keeps getting dirtier throughout this movie. Yeah, she, yeah that's right. Um, so Abraham is now free of all alien control. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that means they can't track him. They can't find him until he's just standing on top of the, the Lincoln Memorial, just like doing ape chest things. He's on the Lincoln Monument. Um, now he's climbing the Washington Monument. He's just, Joe, he is monkeying he's, around. It's his, you know, this is all part. He's hitting all the spots. Yeah. He's, he's just, all the sites. he's going to go to the Smithsonian next. He's just making his way through the National Mall. You hit up the Smithsonian, check out the Capitol, go into Nancy Pelosi's office. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Kick his feet up on the desk, shit in the corner, fling it on the wall. Well, that's just eight. That's just eight stuff. That that's has nothing eight, to do. It's not even. He likes her. He yeah. likes. He votes Democrat. Yeah, he's he's a straight D ticket. Like he he votes blue all the way down. But you know, that's natural instinct. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Abraham is free of alien. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, this is where the military Lorena Bobbitt's the Washington Monument <laughs> with a missile. But the apes climb the Washington Monument, and the general's like, "Blow him to smithereens!" I say. This <laughs> way he says, "I say." I say. Fucking weirdo. Again, um, this is like, this is a military engagement. Do I do I shoot him? Like I don't know what this <laughs> "I say" means. Like do I do I shoot the rockets? Are you trying to cover for yourself if something goes wrong? Yeah. <laughs> They're in court. They're in, like, military court. And he's like, uh, you can't make an affirmative or negative on whether or not I said to blow up the monument. Yes. <laughs> this was clearly sarcasm. Who says I say at the end of things? I'm not Foghorn Leghorn. Right. <laughs> But, Joe, I don't think it matters because he gets smashed by the Washington Monument. He does. They all die under the goes, monument. Yeah, and he says, well, I'll be dipped in pig sh-, And then it, like, crushes it. <laughs> <Right. laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, the Russian official pretends to care about the destruction of D.C. This is a great scene. He pretends to care yeah. about the destruction of D.C. And he tries to... Is this in this scene? No, that's a little later. I'll get to that later. But keep that in mind. He's like pretending to care. Uh, Linda and Jones go after the transmitter. Her father stays on the rooftop because he's like, look, these two giant monsters. They're fighting. I'm, I'm wait, in a wheelchair. You're going to wheel me to a van? I'm going to be safe in that? Yeah. Fuck you. So wait, Joe, you, you, you skip past two things. One, they're like, it's okay. There's a second transmitter because they accidentally destroyed the transmitter, which great job, guys. Fire a missile at the only thing keeping uh, the ape from being under alien control. Real smart move there, U.S. government. Right. Second thing, Eric, is this before or after Eric Roberts' plan to just nuke D.C.? No, that's later. Okay. <laughs> and it's not his plan. We'll get there. So first, Linda and Jones, they're going after the transmitter in the van. Linda says, hit it. And Jones spe- speeds up. And then Linda says, whoa, easy there, bullet. It's <laughs> like, wait, you just told me to fucking go. Well, yeah, she's like, go, no, not like that. Not that fast? What are you, insane? <laughs> yeah, what are you, crazy? These are city streets. And by the way, then it flashes out. This is also, this is a compact, this is like a Simpsons joke. There's so many levels here. Yeah. Because it flashes out and it shows the car and it's going like 40 miles per hour, <laughs> maybe down a city street. It yeah. does not look that fast at all. And then there's nobody around either. 
Empty streets. Yeah. Empty streets. Yeah. So he's going 40 in like a 35. And she's like, slow down there, Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> and she's what like, you, punch it. Wait, not that much. What do you want to snap your spine in a fucking car in an auto accident? What are you insane? Oh, boy. Um, anywho, Jones. Yeah, he's driving 40 miles per hour. And he's having a lot of fun. He's like, I've always wanted to do this. Drive five miles over the speed. Woo! He's like, no gods, no masters. YOLO! <laughs> yeah, he hangs his head out the He just rolls down the window like two inches. He's like, YOLO! Rolls yeah, no, he's <laughs> just kind of, yeah. Um, the city is empty. Yeah, this is where we notice the city is completely empty. Uh, Jones. Oh, so I don't really understand. <laughs> this is another one of those scenes where I don't really understand what the movie is trying to say here. I think everyone's on a different page because they cut by like an apartment complex with a bunch of cars, but they're not on the road. It's like an alley parking yeah. lot next to an apartment structure, which is normal. It's like a, that's what you would expect if everyone was home. And then um, Jones says, well, isn't that always how it goes? You know, politicians go first in their helicopters while they leave the rest of us here to fry. And I'm like, huh? What? Man. Maybe they told everybody to get into their houses, but then people would be like, no, <laughs> I'm going to yeah. leave instead. Because if we learned one thing in the last year, okay, so time capsule this coming out of COVID right now. If we learned one thing in the last year. It's if, we, if the government tells the Americans to do something, they will definitely just do it. <laughs> no <laughs> no questions, questions asked. <laughs> You need me to stay in my home? Giant monsters fight us up my window? Absolutely. I'm I'm an American. <laughs> but no, I everybody's gone. But they just had to throw this thing in there. Like politicians, yeah, am I, I right? Yeah, but like also if they evacuated them, they're not taking their cars. No. Everybody is gone. Military transports. Yeah. So the cars stay behind. So that's not an indicator that they didn't take them. I think Jones might just be complaining for the sake of complaining. I think he's just making something out of nothing. He's like, I've always wanted to do this shit on the American government. Yeah, that's what what he meant to say. He's like, that's what I've always wanted to do. Right. Um, Linda. Oh, no, no, no. Got all past all that. Uh, The Russian official. This is the part you were talking about. The Russian official tries to trick Eric Roberts into nuking D.C. Yeah. He's like, why are you not nuking? You must nuke the... You must nuke your center of control. Your center of control. Take the world. Bow to the Russian government. (laughs) Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. That's not what I meant to say. The monsters are in D.C., so you must blow it up. <laughs> Joe, the monsters are in D.C. What are we talking about? Freaking Congress? That's right. <laughs> Sorry, Fucking I was... Na- Fucking nailed it. <laughs> I was channeling my inner Jones. <laughs> Goddamn monsters. Um, Russian. So the Russian oh, the Russian official. Yep. Uh, so the lizard appears. He's He's there. And uh, he looks reflective because they're driving down the road. He's already burst out of the ground, I think, earlier. But then he is in front of them 
he like is in front of Linda and Jones as they're driving at 40 miles per hour. But he looks reflective at first. Did you notice this? Yeah. Like he has some sort of camouflage. I maybe he does. Is that something the Gila monsters are known for? This one. Joe, it would have been so much smarter for them to just be like, yes, sometimes he's invisible. Because then they would have yeah, saved just money. Say it earlier. Because <laughs> um, they don't even react. They're like, holy shit, it can go invisible too? We got a problem. Yeah. Um, so Jones turns left down a street. This is an insane scene. He turns, she's like, turn right. he turns left. Okay? That's the difference between him and Dale Earnhardt. He could turn left. Sorry. Oof. <laughs> I love Joe. You just like you just like moved your hand and you're like, we need to move on. <laughs> like we need to get on from this. So he he turns left mm-hmm. down the left hand side of the street mm-hmm. in America, which means he's driving on the wrong side of the street. However, the person coming the other way is driving on the right hand side of the street, which is also the wrong side of the street. <laughs> For that person, Jeff, I have a theory. (laughs) (laughs) They're in another country? No, better. This is the wall between two dimensions. So they pass over into another reality. This is a real Tenet situation. Have you seen Tenet? I have not. I will not. (laughs) I heard it's bad. (laughs) Not great. But there is, the whole point is basically like you can kind of cross in time between things that are happening. And so anyway... He's like going and there's another Jones and Linda in the other car where like Jones is like super patriotic and also Linda's like complaining all the time. <laughs> uh, and, oh no, and Linda's like faster, faster, faster yeah, faster, You're not driving fast enough. Hundred, hit a hundred. Um, but anyway, uh, that scene makes zero sense. <laughs> like, why are they on the wrong side and the other people? Makes yeah. no sense at all. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, so also, why didn't they just use a helicopter to track the lizard? Like well, Godzilla style. The transmitter, right? Yeah, but the got the lizard, they're like, we don't know where it is. They couldn't. Oh, no, they're tracking it with the satellite. They couldn't find the ape. That's what it was. Never mind. Yes, because the ape is off the grid. Yeah. Uh, he's just trying to chill. He said it. Um, He's trying to live his own life. He doesn't want to pay taxes. No, he just wants to, you know, have his own little commune out in the, out in the, uh, um, woods. Dang, was, I'm losing it, Joe. <laughs> He's trying to do his own, uh, yeah. Woo! All right. Uh, Linda says, park it over there. Jones says, you sure about that? Linda says, nothing sure in science, Jones. What does that mean? <laughs> no, Joe. <laughs> Parking? <laughs> Nothing, no, Joe. She says nothing sure in science. You know that until it's proven. <laughs> what does that mean? The science of parking a car. <laughs> no, the science of knowing where things are. <laughs> of being able to follow a direction in one direction. Yeah. Also, Joe, real quick. Mm-hmm. We cut past uh, Eric Roberts was in a second location and he's on the phone with Linda. Oh, he makes he actually makes it out of that war room. Yeah, he's in a second location. There's like filing cabinets behind him. He's on the phone with them, and they're like talking about it. He's like, "We and." <laughs> Hold on one sec. It'd be great if he's like, 
I'm not standing up. He's like, all right, this is shot in a different location. He's like, I'm not standing up. They're like, all right, bring in the walls. No, that'd be great if the they, background they, and like there's no, like file cabinets they moved in. Well, even better would be there is some guy who just like pushes Eric Roberts's chair into the next spot. <laughs> right, they like drag it. It's making that screeching noise like. <laughs> okay. Anyways, Linda uh, and Eric Roberts are on the phone and she's like, "We have to find that box." Eric Roberts is completely checked out. Like they're like, "We have to find that box." He's like, uh, "Do you need anything?" <laughs> Is there a reason you're calling me about this? Yeah. You want anything? And then she's like, all right, blah, blah, blah. And then he goes, Marcos out. <laughs> but he's not like Marcos out like he's on the radio. Like he's like triumphantly at the end of a movie, like, like Marcos out. Click. Like. <laughs> um, so. So now they find the van. So they, they prove find science. The vans. They it's... prove science. Correct. It's been proven. Um, Jones punches through the window of the van and then immediately regrets it. <laughs> I actually, I thought that was kind of funny. Ooh. <laughs> no, but he's not like, ha! Ah! He's like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, but he's like, they make it look so much easier in the movies. I, I appreciate That was like the one thing I appreciate in this movie. He gave the reaction that you give when you step on the bag, the flaming bag, and you notice there's dog poop in it. <laughs> but he just shattered his fucking knuckles. Maybe your knuckles were shattered. His were just mildly inconvenienced. He's a Superman. Uh, Linda works on the transmitter. She's got to turn red to blue. That's what she's got to do. And then she's just talking. And then, like, Marcos is on the phone again. And then, like, her dad is on the line. But her dad (laughs) doesn't have, like, a phone or a walkie-talkie. He's just talking in there. Joe. He's not talking. They just showed shots of him and then they just voiced it over him before. Cause whenever he's talking, it's like angles where you like can't see his mouth. Oh, weird. Yeah. So they just like took existing shots of her father and just had him VO lines <laughs> later. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Why anything in this movie? Uh then Cola shot. Hops on the line. She's heading for D.C. to help Linda. Oh, no, she's on the line with the Russian official. And the Russian official's like, why are you going back? I just convinced them to nuke D.C. Yeah. And she just got, like, she's just been, like, hanging around with this helicopter. Yeah. She's just been flying this Apache this entire time. Yeah, she flew it back from Virginia, I guess. Yeah, where is she? Well, she, she should be over the Atlantic. By the well, she's trying to get to Russia, so <laughs> so she went west. <laughs> yeah, she went west, Joe. Um, she's going the long way. Oh, she got her directions from from Abe from Abraham. Abraham's like, she's like, how do I get to uh, Moscow? He's like, okay, here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna <laughs> what you do. circle DC for like ten hours, <laughs> and then you're gonna start Take, west. Yeah, go the least direct route you can. That's how you sneak up on your destination. That's how. You, if you take a direct route into Moscow, they might move it. <laughs> they might move you know, Moscow no, on they you. They can yeah, move you know. Moscow on you. Then, then, but then you'll be glad you are where you thought it might not be. Yeah, because if they move, like, if they, they expect you to move west, but if you come from the east and they're moving west, then you're you going to move them off. Yeah, you, you can cut, cut them off. off. And yeah. then you get there in a shorter period of time. Also, yeah. you're going to want to go to Australia after that. <laughs> and she's like, wait, how are you talking? <laughs> and then it. Holy shit, a talking ape. (laughs) (laughs) 
And then it just cuts out and she's just tripped over the same rock in the desert and her head's <laughs> just bleeding out. <laughs> she's just talking to a cactus. She's just going um so yeah she's headed to dc linda breaks the signal i guess joe she turns it from red to blue she turned red to blue she does say she's like red channel or blue channel (laughs) like this okay this i would just like to point out this device this device it's a signal jammer for an interstellar alien transmission and she's treating it like it's a bomb. It looks less complicated than a computer. Like, it's just, like, one, like, like one drive and two cables. It looks less complicated than a Simon, because there's only two types of lights. <laughs> Joe, it's less complicated than the ticker. The ticker and ticker. Oh, easily. Are you yeah. kidding me? And this is an interstellar alien jamming device that was just parked in a van on a rooftop? Yeah. <laughs> it's all prepared. Why did this exist? I don't know. And why was it so far away? Why wasn't it somewhere you could get it to it easily? It's in a parking structure. That's how you that's how you keep things safe. That's where they keep their alien technology. That is wild. Uh-huh. That is fucking wild. Um so she breaks the signal and then Lizard shows up and eats Jonesy. Just that quick. <laughs> it's literally back to back. Because he shows up, and then Jonesy's like, we have a front row seat to the apocalypse or whatever. Eaten. Immediately. (laughs) (laughs) So Jones is gone. Jonesy's dead. And she does not shed a tear either. She's like, huh. (laughs) She doesn't say anything, but both her dad and Marcos react. They would have no way of knowing. That's true, yeah. (laughs) There's no video. But then also... Abraham shows up because she's a very emotional person when it comes to Abraham. Yeah. So Abraham shows up, just shows up. She starts breaking into tears. <laughs> just watching bawling. Abraham. Um, but then she also says, kick his ass. Well, wait, hold on. So Abraham is walking towards the lizard, and she's like, Abraham! And he's just he like ignores her. And he's she's like, Abraham. And she's like, kick his ass. And he's like, Yes. No, he nods. Yeah, he nods. But it's like, yeah, that was the plan. Like, like yeah. it's it's like in the, the Simpsons episode where Daryl Strawberry hits the home run. And he's like, I told him to do that. But also, where did she get the time to, like, communicate? This also, takes how a lot Abraham, of practice. How did Abraham hear her? That's another great question. There's a lot going on with the helicopters. But how does he understand her? When she was, like, five when he got blasted into space. Joe, he spent 30 years in space with a dictionary. He taught himself how to talk. Dictionary and and tapes of Sesame Street, and he taught himself how to talk. Yeah, a a dictionary that had the word ass in it. (laughs) He's like, kick his donkey? Huh, (laughs) that is weird. What does that mean? Um, Abraham hits the lizard with a killer right overcut. He, like, yeah, comes, comes down. Yeah. Knocks him on his snout, which, again, would not have worked with a scorpion. <laughs> I don't no. think he could have pulled that off with the well, scorpion. Well, I wonder if uh, he was supposed to, like, punch the tail. Like, punch it away. And then, uh-huh. like, stomp on its head, I uh, guess. Yeah. Maybe. That would be sweet. Like, hold it away from him. 
while he's stepping on him. Uh, the lizard then bites Abraham's throat. That's how he's yeah. holding it. And just kind of stands there. Yeah, they're like still now. Yeah, well, it would cost more to animate them. So they <laughs> pause the animation. <laughs> um, Cola Shot shows up. Linda, it's Eva. It's Eva. And then she apologizes. And Linda says, I accept. And Cola Shot says, like, that's all I ever wanted. And then she says, uh, longing, rusted, 17, daybreak, furnace. I assume she's just saying the Winter Soldier's trigger words. Oh. Because <laughs> yeah. she just starts rambling in Russian and we don't know what she's saying. Yes. And she's preparing to fly the helicopter into the lizard. Joke, she 9-11's the lizard. She 9-11's <laughs> lizard. I don't know why. It was just to distract him. Didn't that thing have a lot of weapons? It's got 90 or 26 missiles and a chain gun on it. She didn't use all those those missiles. No, I feel like she could have fired maybe 20 of them before deciding to 9-11 the lizard. It would be great, though, if she was flying, you know, she's in her helicopter going the wrong way. And she's like trying to get back to Moscow. And she's like, huh, I wonder what that would look like blown up. <laughs> <laughs> There's just a super cut of her flying around America, just like blowing up like the the St. Louis Arch. Mount like, Rushmore, like a, a fucking missile for all four heads. <laughs> no, she only blows up two heads. And when the dust settles, it's the ape and the monster. Like that's what the new, like she, blows. she like crafted with the <laughs> missile. It's like super precise. <laughs> Oh, boy. Um, so, air, uh, Cola Shot flies the helicopter in the lizard. It explodes. She's dead. Eric Roberts is pissed about the destroyed helicopter. Yeah, he's like, come on. He's and like, you can kill the Ruski, but not the helicopter. Ridiculous. Ruskies are a dime a dozen. Those helicopters, fucking, you're getting $58 million right yeah. here. The mi- <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, this doesn't, it says... C receipts 1B. Oh my god, it doesn't even include the missiles. It's Those were a million dollars each. <laughs> I gotta do the math. I gotta get back to you guys. Back to you, Linda. And he just like puts on one of those like accountant brim things. He's like, oh boy, I'm gonna be up all night. Pulls up a It's like fucking the paper's fucking running. Yeah. Um Eric Roberts calls for both monsters because he's pissed now. Both monsters are to be destroyed. Uh, Abraham is then choking the lizard. Oh, so this is important. The the explosion kind of distracted the lizard. Yeah. And so then it, it he allowed. Because got 911. The lizard got, got 911. It's like, did I just get 911? <laughs> the ape is back in action. Yeah. <laughs> ape, it pounces. Um. So Abraham chokes the lizard, has it by the neck, and then snaps its neck. And it's I don't dead. know. It's just like he doesn't even really choke it. It's just like hand to throat and then just like turns it and it's done. Yeah. Like like Steven Seagal in the beginning of any Steven Seagal movie. Just like grabs a guy and just snaps his neck. That's the the end. That's the ape versus monster fight. That's it. That is the end. Yes, it's three parts. It's overcut. Over. Uh lizard chomping on the neck. Snap neck. Snap neck, yeah. Arguably, Eva does more in this fight than the lizard does. Than both of them, I would yeah. say. Linda is more uh, consequential. And then, yeah, that's it. It's over. 
Uh, there is a hilarious exchange here where Eric Roberts isn't listening to Linda at all. He's like, nope. I heard you. Uh, <laughs> the lizard's gone. Uh, time to blow everything up. She's like, but wait, he killed the monster. I didn't kill the monster. He killed the mo- Gila monster. She says Gila, I think. If he yeah, does. And then he's like, he's like, yep, one down, one to go. <laughs> am I right? <laughs> I'm like fucking crying. Because like, she's like in tears. She's like, wait, he's my friend. friend. He's like, he was your friend because now he's going to be dead. Am I right? Come on. High five. Come on. Mission accomplished, baby. Um, we'll all go out to Black Bear Diner. It'll be fun. <laughs> um, so, uh, Eric Roberts calls off. Oh, yeah. So, this doesn't make any sense. Because he's like, we're blowing up the ape. And then she's like, the ape didn't, the ape killed the monster. And then he's like, he's like, yeah, okay, sign it off. And then, he sure. and then he's like. Talking to the person flying the helicopter, like leading the airstrike, he's like, um, <laughs> she said something. Yeah, she told. <laughs> what did um, she say? Let's not blow up the ape because we can always blow it up later. But if I've blown up way too many apes and it turned out I wasn't supposed to. Yeah, I kind of want to be there. Yeah, <laughs> like, I like see it blow up. I want to see it. You know, let's see like, how how often. Like you see the videos, like the whales exploding. That looks pretty cool. Like. Imagine the eight blowing up. I want to do that. I'm going to buy a raincoat. <laughs> I'm going to show up. Um, I've been eating Jones's cookies. I'm really calm about this whole situation. Right. Anyway, he calls off the strike on Abraham. Um, which, why? Why? It's like one of those things where, like, why write that in? Why write any of this in? Got to stretch it out. Gotta stretch out the movie, Joe. This is like five, this is like 30 seconds all this stuff happens within like a 30 second period where it's uh-huh. like unnecessary. And it all is needless. Um, Eric Roberts, he calls off the strike. The spaceship then leaves. Why? <laughs> Joe. Remember I told you to remember the shot of the spaceship leaving its planet? Uh huh. This is the exact same shot. <laughs> So, Joe, parallel universes, the tenant stuff, the ley lines, mm-hmm. all these situations, they were in a time loop. The alien leaving its own planet was actually a shot of alien the, it leaving Earth. They wow. were in a time loop wow. until Eva realized she had to 9-11 herself to kill the lizard. To break? No, not even to kill the lizard. She well, to make sure the lizard dies. It's she. To- Break the time loop. So her death breaks the time loop. Yeah, because otherwise Lizard wins. Exactly. But she's going off track. She, she's supposed to just keep flying, headed to Moscow. Well, that's that's the thing. She keeps she keeps living this time loop. <laughs> she keeps flying around D.C. Joe, she keeps living this time loop, which is why she knows to show up in the desert at the beginning of the movie with the Trank gun. Like, why would she know how to be there? I didn't bring this up earlier. Why did she? Why would she know how to be there? How right. would she just show up in, in U.S. territory? Joe, Ava was living a time loop that Jeff, she had to break. It's also why she's like 20 years older than Linda. That was the other thing. She keeps aging. Linda stays the same age. She has been fighting this ape versus monster for 30 years. Yeah. For 80 years. What? She was Since around. The Cold War. She was around. 
the beginning of the Cold War. Joe, she was at the meeting at the Elbe River in World War II. Yes, she was. She was a little girl at the time. Yeah, Joe. It all. It all. Joe. It actually all makes sense. Jeff, it's <laughs> actually a good movie. <laughs> Joe, it's got um, time travel. It's got aliens. So, actually, we just wrote a really cool exp- explanation of this movie. <laughs> we did. Watch it. We wrote a good way out. But Joe, when you so. Uh, you know, I'll I'll do it in a couple minutes when when okay. the movie's over because it's almost over. Okay, so we're back at the Pentagon. Yeah, we got to have like the whole. This is like the end of a Seth Rogen movie where they're all kind of kicking back, like, "Hey, remember that fucking lizard and ape fighting in the middle of DC? That was that was fucking crazy, right?" <laughs> yep. They're like eating shit. Um, Eric Roberts and Linda's dads—they're just chilling. They're talking about the monster fight. Uh, like, Eric, isn't that cool when she when the Ruski 911 herself? He's like, yeah, it was pretty cool. Funny you should say cool because this is the line that I my favorite dialogue in the whole movie. What? Uh, Eric Roberts. I was gonna what? say, do you want me to say the doctor's line before he says cool? Yeah, because I kind of want to say it. And do you have the line? Yeah. So okay. uh, so yeah. Well, Eric I'll say Ro- Eric Roberts' line first. Okay. Okay. He says, and the remote control over the creatures. Feld Gila Monster is showing no signs whatsoever. Totally, he says totally ineffective. Oh, totally, totally inactive. Sorry, totally inactive. Cool. <laughs> so he says cool just like that. He also says it off screen because it's like it's cutting between them. It's on the doctor. And then before it ever makes it over to him, he's like, cool. And is, he says, and the simian? <laughs> <laughs> or no, no, no. He says, cool. And the simian. <laughs> and the simian. Um, <laughs> that is such a, that is the laziest delivery. It's, it was <laughs> There's like, no way that cool was in that script. Joe, There's zero percent like, chance. It was like 4.45. <laughs> Eric Roberts was, just wanted to go home. His day was over at 4. He's he, supposed to be out here at four. Joe, it was 4.45. He'd been there since 1.30. <laughs> he was ready to get out of there. A fucking full day for him. Over three hours of filming, Joe. How long is this going to go? Uh, this is when Linda shows up, and she's freaking out immediately. <laughs> she's, like, been fucking bawling all the way to the back. She like, yeah, she, like, storms in. Tell me where Abraham is. Also, how does her dad get back? Does her dad like wheelchair all the way back to the Pentagon or to Legley? Yeah, I like the idea that like all of the army guys that were up there with him got like hurt, like killed (laughs) by the monster. And and he's just like, oh, fuck. And he like starts to like roll himself to the elevator. He's got to like hit all the right buttons. Uh, The elevator jams. (laughs) He's got to, like, maneuver. He just shows up. Yeah, he's back yeah, in the Pentagon. He just shows up. He, Joe, Joe, he grabs one of the teleportation devices. He he makes his own teleportation device in the elevator. Joe, and then goes, Joe there's actually a teleportation device in a van. <laughs> just <yes>! like, <laughs> on, on level C3. Yeah, so he's just got to get to level C3, and then he's good. Yep, that's where they keep the uh, teleportation devices. Uh, they explain... Okay, this is where she's freaking out. She's like, where the fuck is Abraham? And then... They explained to her that they moved Abraham to Santa Fe. 
because uh, that'll be a good place for him to recover from a his farm injury. upstate. A good farm upstate. Can I visit? No, hun, you can't. <laughs> yeah. No. What's great is uh, um, she says uh, science smiles on the truth, and this is what Eric Roberts says. The truth is, you were right. Multiple witnesses told me he took down the Gila monster, the Gila monster, single-handedly. Multiple witnesses told him he was the head of this operation. He right. should know this. And this is something we didn't really talk about. Information gets repeated ten, like two or three times to every person. Each time it's said a different way. And they mm-hmm. react like they did not have that information before. <laughs> right. <laughs> and he didn't take down the Aquila monster single-handedly. Eva 9-11'd him. We cannot yeah, that was that. a crucial part of it. It broke the whole timeline. Yeah. Um. So he's in Santa Fe now, so he can heal. And Linda will head up a new study there, government-sponsored, with her dad. <gasps> of all things. It's all coming together. Um, before I get to the next shot, it's a weird kind of wrap-up of this movie. It's right behind you. Um, but it's a weird kind of wrap-up where it's like, it's almost like the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory or the Willy Wonka ending. We're like... Everything's happening in that elevator. He's like, you won. And also, you inherit the factory. <laughs> yeah. And also, your whole family can come and live. It's like, <laughs> why is all this happening? Yeah, why is this all happening at once? It's like they were like, we've got we've got Eric Roberts for five more minutes. <laughs> Eric, wrap a bow on this thing, baby. Yeah. We didn't write an ending. <laughs> in the way only you know. And do you know what he said to that? Cool. Cool. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's how the cool made it in the script. He's like, I'm fucking getting into cool. It's, <laughs> it's going to be so cool. Uh, Abraham poses. This is the last shot. So she can mission see. accomplished banner behind him. <laughs> yes, he's given a mission accomplished, but he's not thumbs upping. Sorry. He's folding his hands like an old man, um, <laughs> watching television. Oh, uh, he's folding his hands in front of him awkwardly. Um, and he's posing in front of American flag. Okay, there's helicopters in the background. There's a weird building in the background. I don't understand where he is because the next shot. The immediate next shot, he's on. Immediately. He's on top of a rock formation in the middle of the desert. He's on the rocks that Tom Cruise was like in the middle of Mission Impossible 2. Or the yeah. beginning of Mission Impossible 2. And that's the movie. That's it. That's it. That's how it ends. That's it. So, uh, Joe, quick question. <clears throat> Would you have been more likely to watch this movie if it was but its original title? Astro Ape versus Super Scorpion? Uh, more likely? I think as likely. <laughs> as likely. Okay. I'm going to say as, a five. I'll give it a five. You'll give it a five. Okay. Yeah. Cause that was the original title. I read it. I read an interview with the guy who wrote it and it's, I've never read an interview where less was said. Like they were like, what was your inspiration? He was like, I wrote it. <laughs> I like monsters. And they're like, Oh wow. How'd you think of this? And he's like, yeah, I, I did. I don't know. If someone asked me that question, I wrote this movie. Like, what was your inspiration for this? I'd be like, are you serious? <laughs> Take a wild stab. Take, take a shot in the dark. 
Think, think in your mind uh, the last time you saw a lizard and a gorilla. Godfather fighting. 2. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, man. Joe Berg. Oh. So we got. It was, a good, it was a good start. It's a good start to Monster. Oh, Monster Asylum Man. portion of Monster Man. Yeah. So, Joe, um, next week? Mm hmm. The best movie? The best movie ever. The best movie starring Casper Van Dien. Ooh, this is the Casper Van Dien one. I'm glad. Yeah. Uh, so we are skipping. We should note because yes. we missed a week here. We are skipping, unfortunately, Sharktopus versus Crocosaurus. But we will be watching Sharktopus versus Whale Wolf. <laughs> starring Casper Van Dien. Premiered on July 19th, 2015. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So um this one's on YouTube. Sharkspus versus Werewolf. It's I mean I don't I I I feel like there's no need to dis- to read a plot description. No way. It it's, pales in comparison it's to what people witness. Yes. Also, just I'd like to point out the beginning of the plot description starts off with since its fight with the Terracuda, which I guess is part Barracuda, part pterodactyl. Unreal. That's oh boy that is amazing so that yes this we haven't seen so we've seen shark i don't think we've seen have we seen sharktopus no we haven't seen anything joe this is the third in the trilogy this is like jumping in on return of the jedi baby no We're but i'm saying in the, in the trailer we saw whale wolf we saw whale wolf we did not see the terracuda we did not see terracuda so we still get a surprise which is kind of cool yeah so maybe we'll yeah we'll see the terracuda we'll get a previously on sharktopus <laughs> oh my god uh joe home media no dvds of this film were made <laughs> you don't say <laughs> plastic costs money it turns out yeah so all right we will be back next week thank you for uh letting us skip a week um this one's gonna come out on monday next week's gonna come out on tuesday night um gotta move some schedule around so uh thanks for listening everybody so for joe this is jeff take care crisco out country roads take me home to the place